Race cars don't need headlights because the track is always lit. Yeah, well, so's my brother, but he still needs headlights. <laughs> <laughs> Push and record through this shit. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. <laughs> no, I gotta like mess with the audio to switch it from speakers yeah. and shit. No, not that good. Find real sounds. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dave's first words when I came up to uh, when I drove up today was, you know, I'm listening to the uh, music through headphones. Really, that's the only way to listen to music, man. I'm realizing it's uh. That's when you really can tell oh, when people are yeah. fucking with the speakers like yeah. that. The two bands that I'm I'm a big fan of, but when I put them in headphones, I'm a huge fan of <laughs> is uh, Depeche Mode. Oh, I was gonna say and Depeche the Cure. Mode. Yeah, uh-huh. they mess around yeah. more with yeah. the the space, the audio space than most. Of, yeah. I mean, a lot of bands do it, and you don't realize. Pink Ra- Floyd. Radiohead, Pink I'm sure they do. One. I'm yeah. I can't get into Pink Floyd. Yeah. I can every you, year you I like them a little the right bit. Drugs. <laughs> I. Every year, I like them a little bit more. Yeah. To me, they're Listen still... Listen to the old stuff, like really? uh, the Pipers from the uh, Gates of Dawn. That, it almost doesn't sound like Pink Floyd. You were like, I don't know who this, yeah. guy, who this band is, but they're pretty cool. The, the jam thing, I sort of... The problem with Pink Floyd is you don't want to hear time anymore on the radio or that... Uh, money. Money. That's a, actually, Money's a cool song. I, I'd hear it. <laughs> you know that, that sound at the beginning makes you, uh, makes you excited? <laughs> Uh, yes, but you know it goes well with music. No, no, we're not busting that yet. We're, 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 we're still on the. the that would have been a good one, though. Yeah, you will hold we'll it off. Hold yeah. up. Well, listening to music. Where else, other than listening to headphones, does it really do really well? Jogging. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. I. I it's funny because I was a musician for years and years and years, mm. and I've taken a few years off. Just to pursue go other back stuff. To it. I, I know I'll things. always go back, and like every four months, I'll break the guitar out and I'll say, "Okay, here are the ten things you have to be able to do still, mm-hmm. and you better be able to do them." And <laughs> I usually can do them. Yeah. You know. Well, but you've been listening to the. But I've been shit. listening to music through headphones, and it, it makes me want to play more. Yeah. When I hear good music, oh, yeah. it always makes me want to play more. Yeah. yeah. That's when I when I watch a fabulous movie that has a really inventive script, and I was like, "God damn, I gotta write tomorrow." These motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> like the White Stripes make me want to play music. Yeah, White Stripes. I really like them. Jack White I'm is really a big a, fan a of and people will say, Oh, it's so basic, you know, he's not he's not going there's off some on the complexity guitar. I mean, there that's... There's a ton of complexity, but it's more about song building the song. Yeah. Why is there not a band with Jack Black and Jack White <laughs> called Black and White? I'm sure it, Jack Black I'm is... sure it was requested. Jack Black. Getting, and getting White? us back to movies. Jack Black uh <laughs> Apparently came out yesterday saying that the Jumanji movie is the last movie. Ever? Yeah. Really? They, it, people say that, obviously. He's Andy, going Andy to look Hopkins. for the big destiny yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, he's probably got enough money to do whatever the hell he Plus, wants for the rest of his life, He too. loves playing music, man. Yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't I mean, he go could see just him. go He do could that. just tour yeah. around. They, they yeah. tour. Oh, yeah. Him and yeah. Kyle. Yep. Yeah. Kyle Glass. The Kyle Glass Project. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of that show was when... The movie and or the uh, the TV show, the TV show they is on. every episode they would do that open mic, yeah, and they would hand the guy the letter to read, yeah. Before coming to the stage now are two guys who will melt your eardrums yeah. if you stay too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always super cheesy, and it's yeah. almost like AJ Benzer or somebody. The I movie was the great. Movie I was mean, great. Uh, Jumanji. The, so the new Jumanji comes out tomorrow. I think I'm going to the movies tomorrow to see Richard Jewell. 
Uh, it's not playing at the really great theater. It pissed me off. Oh, I have yeah. to go to the subpar one. But Boo. I still want to see it. It looks absolutely incredible. The Golden Globes came out this week. I don't know if anyone, if you guys have read through the Golden Globe Awards. I saw some of there's the some, lists. There's some omissions. You told me. Sure. Uh, you told me Uncut some. Gems didn't get a single nomination. Yeah, but it hasn't been released uh, yet. It hasn't, but 1917 is nominated for Best Picture. That doesn't get released until the same day as Uncut Gems. Huh. So the fact that the... And, Maybe this is. Like, I wonder if they can choose. <coughs> so being so late in the year, I wonder if they can choose being a movie in the next year's running. No, they usually can't. If it's yeah. 2019, it's 2019. But they can do it by the Oscars. Hey, did you see? But, yeah, the Oscars is yeah. what is their okay. chance to That's write good. the. That's the, the only the one anybody wants to win did, anyway. Did, but uh, it's weird when you look at it because Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it does have its comedy stuff. It's up for Best Picture and the Best Comedy. Hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <coughs> I mean, disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I even disagree for that. For yeah, comedy? For comedy, yeah. No, I, I got comedy. a question for you, because it's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a totally irrelevant Jeopardy question. this week. Yeah. It came out that they made a mistake. Oh, Ooh. yeah. They had the Jeopardy final answer. I watched every was, episode, so. What was this 1970 Oscar winner first words of the movie? And it was, Tan Hut, please be seated. Uh, yeah, it was yesterday. I saw it. It was good. Did you see the yeah, response? Patton. I said Patton immediately. Patton, it, it, they're saying it was the wrong year. Oh, really? Yeah, huh. they got the year wrong. Oh, wow. Patton was, Patton was a 1970s movie doing for 70, but um, somebody else won this, the, whoever the question category was in the year. It would have affected somebody else? Or did they all pick I don't know if it would have affected anybody else. I can't else, remember but the, because they, I the answer it. they were claiming was correct was wrong. Damn. I'm wondering if they're going to uh, bring everybody back tonight. That's the type of thing that they would probably do that. You yeah. know what's going on with Wheel of Fortune right now? I, no. I knew that Vanna White had hosted. Yeah, she's hosting for the next three weeks because Pat yeah. had to have... No, he's uh, going to want Pat he had, back. He man. had stomach problems. He had to have uh, surgery for a blockage or something like that. And he's going to be out for a while. Oh, wow. And so we're watching... Uh, we're watching Vanna. Uh, Nobody's going to want him back. Super awkward, man. Oh, is it? It's super awkward. Really? Oh, Pat, wow. really, when we're watching it, we're like, man, we can't, we don't, you forget how hard of a job that is. Yeah. It's not that she's bad or anything. It's just awkward. There's a lot of awkward She's silences. had a mentor for the last 73 there's just, years. Uh, the there's just <laughs> awkward silences that Pat is so good yeah, that's, at, that's, at that's interacting with people and everything. There's a reason she's turned letters and he another, was the host. Uh, yeah. element, uh, I w- or interesting tweet that i heard that i was like man i don't mention on the pod because it's just such a great do you story. make a list of stuff you should mention no on the pod? I, i'll make mental notes here should. and there yeah <laughs> but there was a story uh that came out and it was interesting that it was told now because not only uh one of the golden globe nominees that should have happened was joe pesci and i think it's a fucking lock that they're gonna give it to joe pesci because huh. he's been gone for so long and he was so amazing in the irishman mm-hmm. uh he I didn't saw get that a, was nominated for a couple of things though irishman got a lot of nominations yeah. you like it i loved it you know what i could have i liked it and that's my position <laughs> if they had ended it sooner I would have liked it just as much. I had no problem with being that mm-hmm. length, though. No, I'm not not the length. They just I gained. They not, I didn't gain very much at it, it, at the end of the movie. They could have ended it sooner, and I would have. It would Maybe. have felt like a complete story. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea that they showed now this guy's just withering away, kind of type of thing. But uh, 
And this is also popular because a lot of people are watching Home Alone right now because of, uh, obviously, it's the holidays. And that the films that oh, made us yeah, yeah, came yeah, out, yeah, they yeah, did yeah. the Home Alone episode, which was fabulous. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to watch it, man. Chris Columbus, who's the director of Home uh-huh. Alone, he also did Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> he he did the first two Harry Potter films. Hearing him completely, apparently, this is uh, just a little thing from that uh, episode that I learned. <clears throat> apparently he was offered Christmas vacation first. Really? And he was excited about doing it. He met with Chevy Chase and he said Chevy Chase was a complete and total asshole. No. He said it right on the, he said it right on the I mean, you got to, I know you like him and I like him too. I do too. But I he's mean, an asshole. Yeah, from what he I really hear, is he is an asshole. asshole. From what I hear. And it's it doesn't make me not like and him. And it's gotten worse. I As think before it was just, oh, yeah. he's just kind of uh, hoity-toity. We can deal with that type of thing. But now yeah. it's like he's belligerent. You want to piss him off in public? Call him Bill Murray. Oh, oh did, did Stuttering John? Did you see your Stuttering John? I didn't. I'm just thinking that that would piss him off. Oh, my God, yeah. dude. Bill Murray! Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. Uh, that, he, he, he fucking he loses. Might, <laughs> he might punch you. Yeah. He might Get punch the cameras you. ready, dude. Yeah, know, so, right? so, anyways, yeah. He, we he, do not he condone violence here on the pod. <laughs> Hearing Chris Columbus completely shit on Chevy Chase was actually made me laugh. I was That's, like, yeah. oh, my God, he's totally oh, doing it. Yeah. And I love the way, if you ever saw... At CNN. If you ever watched... Toys that made us. You could see the way these documentarians do stuff is really funny. They make uh-huh. their documentaries fun and funny, and it's really clever. Does how they CNN do, do the explained ones too? Right? Which ones? Explained. I didn't. Well, they dive deep into one subject. Like yeah. this, the one I'm watching now is diamonds. Oh, I never heard of that. Huh. I'm pretty sure it's them. And it could be. It's done awesome. I haven't it's seen so it. So awesome. Uh, so anyways, I had seen this random tweet where this guy just shared a story about Joe Pesci from when he was younger, and I thought it was great. And I, <laughs> I fell down a rabbit hole because I looked on, I'll tell you in a second, here's the tweet. It's, in 1992, I was 12. My dad and I were in the Newark airport. I saw Joe Pesci and recognized him from Home Alone. I went up to him to ask for his autograph. Joe asked me who my favorite actor was. I said he was. He handed me a crisp $100 bill and said, that's the right answer, kid. <laughs> nice. That's I awesome. And I, I fell down bucks the... in the 80s, man. That, that takes a kid a long way. You can get a shit pile of G.I. Joe's for that. Candy for that. Uh, I fell down a rabbit hole where I was looking at all the comments and everyone else was sharing their interactions with celebrities. Oh, that's And cool. I was like, this is the best thread ever. Yeah. And I, I stayed on it for like an hour and there were so many things. Someone said Bill Paxton at some point would just hand $20 bills out to every single person he met. He's like, they'll remember it and they'll love me yeah, forever. Yeah. There's a, there was a, and this is a quick story too. I belonged to a country club as a young kid and I had to work my ass to belong there so if if you think i'm privileged we, we were mildly privileged that's kind of correct but it was mild um, they didn't accept but that kind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Club that had some retired nfl players that played there like yeah. old old players from uh-huh. like the 50s and 60s and one of them his name was bill and i don't remember his last name yeah. we called him silver dollar bill because he handed everybody, he shook everybody's mm-hmm. hands, and yeah. he handed everybody a silver dollar from right. some certain year, and he usually had a story about it. That's cool. That's really weird. weird. One of my uh, Christmas tips, I, I deliver papers uh, throughout the year, and I get like unbelievable Christmas tips at the end of the year, usually totaling around five grand. Uh and I'll get gift cards and all sorts of shit. I had some guy send me fourteen two dollar bills. Oh, that's awesome! Crisp as shit, like the crisp. Pretty sweet, man. And I was uh, like, "What am I gonna do with these?" My girl's like, stick them in a "I'm book. taking them." Yeah, because she collects two dollar bills, and she oh. has a he, she probably has a hundred dollars in two dollar bills. My wow. grandma used to car- uh, yeah. collect the wheat pennies. Yeah, our uh. grandfather used to mark every dollar 
no matter what denomination, oh. with like I think it was thirteen, and he, it was a fraction. He put a fraction on every single bill. He that wrote it on there. <laughs> we he were like come it. from Illuminati. It, yeah. it no, it's weird. He had seen it. I don't know why it was this weird thing. He had seen it on a sailboat when they were in the Cape, oh. and then he thought it would be interesting to mark ever get one back to market and to see if he would circulate back to him. And right. it happened like twice. He I mean, got it is a small back. town economy. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> but it was just weird. It was one of those weird quirks that my grandfather yeah. had. He would sit down and I'd see him marking his money. Yeah, and he would just go through it, and I was like, "That's just strange." I sit down and count my money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. As I tore I, my mustache, a one. I, I sit down. <laughs> I, I sit down. Wish I had money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want you go out the door. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to work in that car metaphor now for us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it again? <laughs> What's that? The car metaphor that you had that was going to bring us back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, oh, here comes. Wait, you know. So, you know what else? You can listen to music really well. Shit, in. we weren't on that subject for a while, dude. No, I know. you got to work just, it into the new one. Oh, come on. <laughs> Go for it, Justin. you got three seconds. Today's word is cars. cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are going to talk. You'll insert something funny later. Right? <laughs> don't, don't put that on me. <laughs> I'm not carrying your ass. You're funny, you're funny. You're not, you're not. Crash and burn. Uh <laughs> Well, we're hey, crash and burn. That's a good one Whoa. right there. Yeah. So what we're talking about Shake now and <laughs> is we're going to go into the kind of the subgenre of action films or drama films, and it's going to be cars. So yeah. something that I've I'd be interested to know a couple different things from you guys too. I've known some car fanatics in my life. My friend Joe, who died yeah. super young, was a, a nice... huge Monte he, the Monte Carlo, the Monte SSs. He spent every single dime he had to the point where he got Even rid Grand of, Nationals uh, too. Would that fall in that category? Those Grand Nationals, it's the boxy, yeah. you know, those yeah, old yeah. boxy like the Buick. Ones, Remember the, the one we moved down yeah. here with was the Buick uh, Sky. Uh, not the Skylark. Not that the Skylark. But it was a box. Yeah. Well, he, he built that thing up every... He took the seats out. He had like a roll cage in it. And he would hang out at Denny's all night long with the other motorheads. Yeah. Is what we called them. And uh, That might be uh, uh, some of our demographics. So don't... Uh, no, that's, that's in a like uh, a loving uh, term, motorheads. They yeah. like that. No, no, no. I just... That, that's a very cliche small town. Oh, Go yeah. to Denny's and hang out. Yeah, right. Well, they, they would race we hung up out there down. too. And we didn't... We didn't have cars. They would race up and down the strip. They would go there. They would talk about their cars. They would talk about car movies and everything. So I was never a really big car fan, but I did have a really nice car. What's the best car each of you have owned? Your favorite Your favorite, favorite car. Favorite car um, for me was a 1987 Mercury Grand Marquis. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty close to that. Yeah, I mean, like it was we just a giant yeah, rectangle. Yeah. And I had... But those things handle. Oh, well, yeah, they float on the interstate. But I also had um, two 15-inch <clears throat> subwoofers in the trunk. And I had a black light in there. Uh-huh. And I had a black light poster <laughs> on you the just, ceiling. You would just wait. What was the pulled over? Uh, How often just, did you get pulled over in like, that Like, never. Yeah. Really? Never, yeah. And I had certain paraphernalia stickers <laughs> all over it, man. And it was He was listening to Pink Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was my favorite, favorite car. Nice. Right? Yeah. Oh, you Dave. Ironically enough, maybe sadly enough, the my first three cars mm-hmm. were my first more my best cars I ever owned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't put value in it now. Yeah. I buy. A tr- I buy a truck now. Yeah. I don't care what it looks like. Yeah, I yeah, want the yeah, engine yeah. to be good. Yeah. I just I want, want to start when I go out there. I want the yeah. nice to have heat. And yeah. sometimes we're not talking about yeah. that. What's your favorite? Pick My one favorite was the the one that uh, the Dodge Shelby Turbo. Yeah. We used to those go, are that. I bet there's a, because my there's my probably wife, a group that loves. Yeah, those my wife cars, has man. a. Uh, well, I'll let you talk yours first. So I bought one 
with money I had saved up right before you guys came down here. Yeah. I bought it in that summer of my sophomore, mm-hmm. junior year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Dodge Shelby Turbo was, it looks like, uh, it almost, yeah. it was very different looking it was it was it almost like it japanese style like, like a toyota those draft cars it looked like it could have been but a it toyota. had a scooped out hood and it had an air compression system that, yeah. the fuel they were fastest but you remember the crazy thing i used to be able to do with it oh yes yeah, in the it back around. i used to be able to spin it in circles just yeah, doing donuts completely is what, what year it looked was like it? that first one is 87 what it like there yeah, okay. It's so very close to five. Yeah. There's one for sale right now for thirty five hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure someone would buy it. It looks uh, clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my yeah. that's my color too. Yeah. Had that a, was the first he had one. Had a maroon one and he had a black one. It was great. Yep. See, so, I had a seventy nine Camaro yeah, and I nice and thing. I loved it. Once you uh it was on the highway, man, you could like be cruising. My wife has I, I'd get the year wrong. I think it's two thousand three or two thousand seven that uh uh the highest end uh, Saturn they ever made the Cyan, Saturn Ion Redline and that mm. sucker is intense. You don't realize it by yeah. looking at it. She has people. There's subgroups on Facebook. Oh, she could sell that for a bunch of money. People are parting it out like you wouldn't that's uh, what believe. I would her car is worth that's, that's, probably a hundred grand. She needs that, to pay uh, you to she's organize all those auctions and yeah. She's what she's like most people that have that she car. Really likes that she car. wants to drop another engine in it and she'll keep it yeah. forever. Yeah. I mean, I'm she's sure talking we... about crating it and bringing it to Maui if we ever move there. So uh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> if she so. loves it. I said, do it. Hey, if yeah. you love you driving it, it, those roads in Hawaii, are great. Now, listen, I have to say this because if I don't, and Maria hears this, she's gonna. Oh, that's right. Be mad. You got to mention your wife's car. The best car I've ever been in. <laughs> it's her car now. Is the car that she has now, and when I mean best, I mean like most performance. Performance wise, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I've sat in Ferraris. I've actually ridden in Ferraris yeah. when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I didn't get behind the wheel of it. Right. My only problem with her car is the uh, the uh, blind spots. Oh, right? it's a mis- it's, it's a Mustang. A, it's blind a crazy spots blind spots everywhere you go. You yeah. can't Everywhere see anything. A, everything's right. a blind spot. Yeah. yeah. You just have to assume. You use the force and go with it. Yeah. <laughs> know what's in front of you and what's next to you. I always lean forward in the rearview mirror to look in the. I lean forward to look in the opposite rearview mirror, and yeah. then you get your cover. Yeah, you gotta just. But I've gone. I've been at a buck forty in that car, yeah. mm-hmm. and it wanted to keep going. Yeah, oh yeah, and it was on a back oh, road that's with how, deer standing on the side yeah, of the road. And that's it. how yeah. Christina's car is. She says it wants to go fast. Yeah. It's like it. It's upset when you have to yeah. just go. Yeah. Oh, I slow. can attest you her car. That uh, that person that we all know that had the red Mercedes SUV. I do the AMG. Mm-hmm. I was on I seventy five one time and did one like one hundred and thirty five. You know, like when oh. it's smooth too. You're and, like, oh, wow. and that's the thing is like you hit one twenty and it just like shifts I gears. Wouldn't trust. Just, like, I'm in those, some of those right. rental cars and I'm like, this is a dangerous car because I not realizing it. Like, oh, I'm going ninety. I don't like yeah. speeding. I wanted to. I see don't what like the car would no, do. I, yeah, it wasn't. I, I'm not normal. It was more of an speeder, experiment. You know. Yeah, it I was just, just rented a car for our Denver trip last night. And uh, the they had like this is so how not into cars I am right now. Other than being like a utility car, mm-hmm. they have a special thing on budget where you can pick mystery car. <laughs> and I picked it. I was like, I I want to see what I get. Yeah. You know, because what is it? It's a mystery car. It's whatever they have on the lot that they decide to give you when you come Family to pick truckster. up. That's what you get. <laughs> so maybe we'll get a Camaro. Maybe we'll get like a little Toyota uh, Civic. So maybe it was we'll like one. Car. It was like one sixty for the whole for the whole week. Oh, it's uh, a smart car. Or the oh like four days, yeah. I see. I, I forgot. I didn't miss the beginning of this conversation oh, okay. when it was going to be helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a, a mystery a car- machine. Is this a sweet? Right? You buying this vehicle? 
<laughs> you get that so. car from uh, from Dumb and Dumb. <laughs> it's the, the shaggy wagon. wagon. It's the chick wagon. <laughs> Chicks love it. Uh, <laughs> All right. So we're going to go into car movies, man. Anything car related or has a main topic of cars or it's it really sticks with you that this is kind of one of those things. Uh, and for whatever reason, they've kind of stuck with you as fantastic movies. It could be the cars. It could be the acting along with the cars, the actors. But we'll see what everyone picked here. All right, Justin, what's your what's your first of five you know, favorite there, car movies? There's one here, and I can't decide whether I want to do it right now or whether I want to end with it. <laughs> well, you should figure that out. I've been trying to figure that out yeah. for like the last 20 seconds. Just, it's a mic so, dropper. So I'm just going to go in the complete opposite direction and just pick Transformers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't well, thinking about that one. Exactly. It's one I first thought you would be like, car movie? And I was like, I guess they are. They all turn into cars. They all are cars, <laughs> you know. Now, we're, we're going, you're going with the first one They're here? Yeah. Vehicles. You're not going Dark Side of the Moon? Or? No, no. Dark Side of the Moon. That's a pink Floyd. That's, pink only, Floyd, a, that's yeah. only a smidge better than this one, though. I don't yeah. know. Really? <laughs> See, now, I, I mean... And I'm a huge Transformers fan. I know. I have, I have I know some not, at your house. I know you're not a big fan of this I one. I have the originals. I have all the Dinobots, all the Constructicons. I have a great Optimus Prime at the house right now. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, those oh. old ones. I mean, that was a... Diecast metal. You, you could put an eye out and crack someone's head open. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, this, is, this is Michael Bay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Michael Bay. Full of Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> this was uh, Shia LaBeouf where he wasn't uh, good yet. You know, yeah. he, I don't think he went next level until Nymphomaniac and then Fury, you really saw it. And now this year he has both the Peanut Butter, Peanut Butter Falcon. Falcon and Honey Boy. Yeah. And both of them, they people are saying, are two of the best movies of the year. And he's in both of them. So yeah. his stock just went up. So take that Transformers love. <laughs> had to start someplace. Well, he uh, had that, and then he had the Crystal Skull, and you were like, oh, God, man. Yeah. Crystal Skull, I don't put on him. And see, now. the first thing I ever saw him in was that um, Disney movie, Holes. Yeah. You know, and I loved that movie. Yeah, I remember I that. What movie in the was day. that? He basically was a kid who got sent to, like, a camp and, like, as punishment, you know, and they they, holes. they went out to the desert and just dug holes. Yeah. But then you found out that secretly somebody was looking for a treasure, so he was having the kids dig the holes to look for the treasure. Nice. So it's a fun movie. Yeah, arguably the best thing about Transformers probably Megan Fox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> arguably, who's going to argue that? Um, and I, mean, I didn't much care for her until she played April O'Neil. I thought she was quite good as April O'Neil. Oh yeah, she did uh, do well with yeah. that, but. This, she was obviously, Michael Bay just wanted the spray tan and the eye yeah, candy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, because, I mean, the whole movie, the point of the movie itself was to, you know, focus on the Transformers yeah. and everything they were doing. Um, and I, I know you weren't a fan of it, but I fucking loved it, man. That's um, good. I yeah. mean, I, I wish I could love it. I, was Bumblebee in his own offshoot? He was. Yeah, and I, I hear it was good. I, I hear it was, it was good, good though. but I haven't seen um, it. Then again, I, they're comparing it to with the other ones. So apparently they're like, if you're an old school Transformers fan, this is the one for you, not the other ones. Right, yeah. I mean, I like one, and then it just goes down. Oh, I, I heard two know? was probably one of the worst movies ever. A lot of people list that as Three one of the worst. was terrible. Yeah. I don't even know if they made a four or not. You I can't know? remember. Like, yeah, I think have didn't they probably i don't know i um, i was out after one. i mean they I keep was... making money on it that's the bottom line versus predator versus yeah. alien yeah. <laughs> versus I... jason versus freddie versus <laughs> pinhead versus michael myers i that thought the transforming movie. was very convoluted it was hard to tell what you were looking at yeah uh, it wasn't clear cut you're like is that optimus prime is that supposed to be megatron i'm not right. sure yeah. and the one shining moment is they got the old voices back they, yeah the optimus prime awesome. guy is optimus prime from back in the day and so is the megatron mm-hmm. guy and it, it, it's great that they were able to get those two unfortunately that couldn't save it it's a, the problem with the problem with it is the old cartoon dealt with about 
twenty percent of the the actual humans, uh-huh. and it was eighty percent of them because they oh, were yeah. they were having conversation together. They were on the planet and they were on uh, in their kind of hideouts and everything. With this, they have to go at least sixty or seventy percent human. Yeah, and this one they they probably even went more eighty percent humans, and I don't think it. I didn't think it helped it. If you were going to do it, you might as well have gotten an upper scale of actors. They were trying to capture more than just Transformers fans. Well, and when you got Michael Bay, Michael Bay's like effects, effects, effects. Right. You know, we got to really kill it. (laughs) No. (laughs) My favorite is when, uh, was it South Park that had to get one of the Hollywood actors to come up with a storyline that would save the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were like, Michael Bay was pitching it to the committee, and he was going... <laughs> <laughs> but then Mel Gibson comes, like a crazy Mel Gibson, yeah. and then Mr. Gear is like, yeah. fuck about something. He knows how to tell a story. <laughs> so what were your some of your favorite stuff about it, since um, it's on your list? Yeah, well, I mean, definitely Bumblebee, and that was also when they... Um, were you re- disappointed they didn't use uh, the old, uh, the VW, though? So that's what I was going to say, as, you know, because at first they did, yeah. and I thought that was really fucking cool, you I know? I love the old school Transformers movie, do you remember that? It had all the heavy metal music on it and stuff, too. Oh, really? I, I don't really know really that great. I do. Yeah. Um, it was a cartoon movie? Oh, cartoon movie. The re- released almost the same time as the G.I. Joe movie, which was also really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know... Then when he became the more modern, uh, yeah, was like it Camaro, Camaro you Camaro. know, yeah. um, I was disappointed, but still like. Did you watch the old series growing up? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the I, wonder how much, yeah, yeah. I wonder how much Camaro paid them. That's the thing is, you know, they were sponsored by Chevy they probably because was, every single one of those cars. Heavy on yeah, that. Oh, every yeah. single yeah. one of those cars was a Chevy. But yeah. if you yeah. want to spend $100 million on a movie, that's how you yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, but I liked when he transformed or, you know, like became the newer version only because like that's when they released that yeah. car and i you know i i'm not a big camaro fan but i love that body style yeah. now you know what i mean and if um, you're looking at it from a new viewer point of view too who wants to see the old school fucking uh, vw racing when you're an eight-year-old you want to probably see the race car go right crazy yeah. so um that's the problem with releasing stuff from our youth is you've got to cater to them but you also have to cater to the new person that doesn't would think it's probably mm-hmm. pretty cheesy to do it that yeah. way, you know. Um, but I mean, like, I, I don't know. I honestly, I don't remember if it was in the first one. I think it was. Um, but even John Goodman ended up having a character. John Goodman. I don't yeah. know if he was in the first one. Okay, it might have been in the Maybe second one then. Because um, I've seen them, but yeah. they, you know, we're talking on one. <laughs> um, Made yeah, a buttload of money. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I thought overall it was a fun movie. It took me back to my childhood. I know? always heard it. I, heard I never it was, heard it was bad. Yeah, um, but the first one wasn't. It was the best of the three or the four. <laughs> I mean, you could say that. But then I did yeah. hear the Bumblebee one was. Good. I did yeah. hear the Bumblebee one, mm. the one with John Cena. So John Cena, he's making more a, than me. There's a guy. That, there's a guy that whose 15 minutes was like 45 minutes. No you man, know. he's huge right now. He's no, I know. That's what I'm saying. He 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 went way he. Had, Went beyond what I would have thought he would have gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not uh, Batista for sure. Yeah, yeah Batista. So can only act. some of those actors can. Uh, well, some of those wrestlers are all actors, but they uh, only some of them can make that transition. But that transformation. <laughs> he's still, still keeping it on his shit. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> so my movie. God, this movie has to have. Does it have to? It has to. <laughs> It has to have some of the biggest guest spots or amount of guest spots. 
in a movie. Yeah. And this is Cannonball I Run. I was just going to say, I know what it is. Oh, two, oh, you fooled two. me. Two. Yeah. <laughs> they, they upped it from one, and one was already ridiculous. Right. I love two just as much as one. Yep. I love two. There's a lot I loved about two that didn't happen on number one or like actors. Like there was way, was Jamie Farr even in the first one? Uh, think, yeah, I, the Sheik was in the first one. I, I think it was he just was, Ricardo Montalban, though. I don't think it was uh, no, Jamie, Jamie Farr. No, Jamie Farr was. Was he? Yep. I don't. Was he racing? He was racing. Huh. He had the uh, Bentley. Yeah. This one, he was really showcased. He was, he was and they, hosting it, really. Yeah. Him and the mobsters and uh, <sighs> that crazy doctor was with Jamie Farr's character. Now, oh, right? yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he, he, remember he had the other, like... He had the other strong arm yeah. that was dressed like a genie almost. Yeah, yeah. And he like someone was going to slap the sheik, and the sheik would stop him, and the, his genie guy would lean out, yeah. and he'd have to slap the genie guy. That guy's a celebrity <laughs> too. That's the he's a huge seventies actor. That guy. Yeah, I can't picture his face. Uh, so in the first one, you you've got uh, was it uh, Burt Reynolds and uh, Don, Don DeLuise were dressed as the medical guys. Mm-hmm. What were they in this one? They were the uh, they oh, were, they were Ar- army general yeah, and a <laughs> private. <laughs> Yeah, he kept like that little pat and kind of like, yeah, stick uh-huh, with them and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, were, was anyone else with them in there? Yeah, remember he picked up those two nuns. Oh, one, one was Shirley, Shirley McLean, and the other one is uh, the girl from Taxi. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Mary Lou Henner. Yep, yep. And, that <laughs> and they, but they weren't really nuns. They were yeah. they were doing a Broadway play, uh-huh. and they said, "We want to ride back. Will you take us?" And they pl- pretended to be nuns for like the first. He had a long working relationship, maybe a romantic relationship, I'm not sure, but with Mary Lou Henner. Oh, really? Remember, he went on to do Evening Shade for like oh, right. seven, eight years with her. Yeah. Uh, she was good in this. Yeah, I liked her. She was good. I always liked her in Taxi. She was, yeah, I loved her in Taxi. She was great Charlie in Taxi. was good in this, too. Who else was in this? We still have Barbara Bach was in this, who's uh, uh, Daisy from Daisy yep. uh, from um, the Duke's You Hattie. had... Uh, I'm trying to think of the cars. You had Jackie Chan and Jackie Jaws. Jackie We're in the same car now. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. Who else we got? Uh, you had Roger um, Moore was not in this one. He was only in the. the you had Tony one. Danza with the orangutan. That's right. With the uh, guy with that the was, guy was with, in the uh, when he had. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he was the guy that was with, <laughs> with Terry, uh, Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw originally. Yep. So it's great they kept some of these guys yeah. from the original and everything. Well, they the, they had a good premise. Like the race got canceled because no one would put up the prize money. Yeah. And the sheik said, I will give $1 million. And it's because Cotto Montalban was yeah. telling him, listen, this is the last time I'm backing you. You yeah. got to go win it. Yeah. So there's a like uh, who's who among Italian character oh, actors Jesus. in this movie. They pillaged uh, Godfather's cast. Oh, my God. Henry Had Silva it? was in this. Uh, who the <laughs> hell else was in it? The guy who slid his wrist in the tub in, in, the yeah. tub in Godfather 2. Uh, he was in this. <laughs> Justin showing me a list right now. Saw Telly Savalas. Telly Savalas. Yeah. Oh, he was the. So we didn't mention Dave Martin and Sammy Davis. What were they Sammy dressed as? They were they cops were priests. This time. They were cops in this one. Ha! That way they can't uh, get Jamie Farr, Frank Sinatra uh, was in this. Uh, who else didn't we mention here? Tim Conway. Who Tim Conway play? Don uh, Knotts. Him and Don Knotts were him cops. Him and Tom Knotts were cops. That's and they right. Pulled, that was they the, pulled the mo- monkey the over, thing, yeah. and the monkey was slapping the shit out of both of them. And they would hit the ground, and they thought they were on candid camera, so they kept getting up and trying to get filmed yeah, on camera. That's camera. Funk. I know what it is. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, that was one of my favorite moments of this movie. <laughs> yep. Uh, it had the great uh, Alex Rocco, also from The Godfather. It had and, uh, Charles Nelson Riley, who was huge at that time. It had one of the better brawl scenes. Yeah. That brawl scene at the end yeah. lasted for... It was really 15 good. minutes of the movie. Yeah, it didn't have the bi- the head, uh, the biker that was in, uh, what was the Indiana Jones, uh, yep. the Ray's Lost Ark. The guy was fighting at the uh, helicopter. Yep. 
or the airplane. Yeah. It, it was a fun movie, man. If you liked one, you liked two. I mean, you could really just watch them back to back. Yep. It's they all look it's, the same. it's really like were you a fan more of one than two or two than one? I mean, you probably saw one more, right? I probably saw one more here, but let me let me tell you this before I forget. They had one of the most blatant editing snafus really? I've ever seen. They probably and and what leads me to believe they probably ran out of money because they didn't need to do this. Yeah, they must have had Sammy Davis and uh, Dean Martin. They would drove a Corvette. Yeah, and they they were supposed to run some uh, JJ and what's his name off the road in their yeah. general car. And so they show their faces. He's getting ready to run them off the road. They cut to the car running it off the road in wide, right back to the two of them behind the wheel. Yeah. The car they used was a Dodge Shelby Turbo. Oh, yeah. It looks nothing like a Corvette. In, <laughs> like it's, in, it's a feet short, or yeah. twice as tall. It's, it was almost like it reminded me of that movie with the guy, one of the loaded weapon or something when the guy did the backflip. And he had uh, the mustache. I'm going to get you something. I'm going to get you something. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was this? I was like, come on. You can't go. You had all these Ferraris and Lamborghinis in the movie. You can't go rent a Corvette for, yeah. for yeah. a day yeah. and have it run somebody off the road and yeah. cut that in. That is something that looked like it. Yeah, something. A Trans Am would have been better. This yeah. was like, it went from a Corvette to like. A Pinto. <laughs> yeah, it was like. A Gremlin. I took, well, here. After, I won't do it now, but after the pot, I took a picture of the screen of the uh, car it showed. Oh, nice. If you remind me, you probably forget. <laughs> nice. Right. Yeah, were you uh, you watched both of these growing up? Can't um, run movies. Have you, know, you seen them? The thing is, I remember seeing them when I was really young, yeah. but I I haven't seen them since then, and like I really don't remember. I remember the yeah. orangutan and, and Tony mm. Danza. Like that's what I remember, which lets me know like how was... they haven't redone these movies. That makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, man. With today's cast, yeah. Why not redo well, they it did now? That. Um, oh, I get to see it now. They... Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is, but it's, yeah. it looks like a. F- crazy firebird or something yeah it, it does was supposed to be a red candy apple red corvette that's fucking hysterical <laughs> <That's funny>. uh, <laughs> yeah um they did that one i mean i think it was like early 2000s or like even late rat 90s. race yeah, yeah with like seth race. green and uh what's uh, his name uh the the mr bean was yeah in mr it. bean that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah that's the rat race one yeah and then mad 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 world was the 70s version of it a lot of those are treasure hunts yeah you have all the car different cars doing those things that rat race was like a treasure what hunt. was the yeah. what was the uh what was the animated one with, with the guy that would go? Oh, the they had oh, the car. Oh, yeah. that's a that was a weekly yeah, show. That was called. Uh, well, it was a car. wacky races. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great, yeah, dude. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, who was this? That the guy? Snidely Whipple, or not yeah, Snidely Whipple? No, yeah. He was, was the sort yeah. of the one that was always trying to sabotage the yep. race, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 They had a helicopter. They were in a helicopter, and then he had his other guy was like. Yeah, he's like a dog or something. You can something. buy those. Those are hard to come on DVDs, but I've seen them. All right. So we're, you, since you've brought up some uh, Burt Reynolds, I'm going to continue it right on there with another movie that was very close and directed by the same guy. Really? Because the same guy who directed uh, Smoking the Bandit directed Cannonball Run, Cannonball Run 2. He knew his cars, for sure. <laughs> and he, knew his, he knew his dude, too. This 1983 gem, if you were lucky enough to see it back in the day, because it's hard to find now, is uh, 1983's Stroker Ace. Yeah. We I watched this a bunch growing up because it was on. Do you remember Stroke Race? Never, never even heard of it. No, I, I, the name's familiar, but only because I think if you like those other two movies, you'd like this. But it had a, it definitely had a different premise. But it was more it was NASCAR. Uh, I think they might have made like a an Adult Swim cartoon maybe. show called Stroker and Ace. Oh, maybe. Well, if you knew, you'll recognize it if, uh, when I say a couple things on here. So Stroke Race is 
Burt Reynolds, his pit man is Jim Neighbors. Could have easily been Dom DeLuise. Could have easily but it was, been Dom DeLuise. It was brilliant as Jim Neighbors. Yep, he was great. And uh, really, really funny together. And they are getting, uh, uh, what is it? They're... Their Stock sponsor, car. their sponsor is the chicken, Ned Beatty, right? who's the chicken like he's like the chicken <laughs> chicken uh, mogul, chicken <laughs> mogul, and he wants everything to be the the key phrase was he's the fastest chicken in the south, <laughs> and he put it on his car and he made Burt Reynolds dress up in a chicken suit for oh, this promotions yeah. and everything. And he made funny. him do these horrible things, and he loved it. And the kind of the in between between Ned Beatty and Burt Reynolds was Lonnie Anderson, who worked for Ned Beatty. But Lonnie Anderson... The great Lonnie uh, Anderson. Uh, yeah, she was incredible, and they they had a relationship afterwards and did a lot of movies uh, together themselves, her, her and Bert. But uh, she was hilarious in this movie. She played the really goody two-shoes uh, virgin in the movie, which <laughs> Burt Reynolds could not understand that at all. Uh, because he's Burt fucking Reynolds. Well, if it's anyone. <laughs> I think it's anyone who meets Burt Lonnie Reynolds Anderson and sees... ruled the mid... 70s to early 80s yeah, yeah. for sure <laughs> but yeah. anyone that met Lonnie Anderson in Stroke Race that heard she was a virgin yeah. would be surprised yeah. <laughs> and I saw her on WKRP uh, so. yeah this was, was after. her name Hooper or Hoop in that uh, I don't, don't know, know what her name was I didn't think it was Hoop though because I looked it up and there is a cartoon and huh. it's called Stroker and Hoop and no, uh, the it's based on the lead characters from Stroker, Stroker Ace. Race. Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe it is. Then. Maybe that is her name. Is it hell uh, reviewed? So what's going on is he's Burt Reynolds is this great race car driver, and we're seeing him do a lot of really fabulous races. It all comes down to this great thing at the end. But what happens is he he starts really resenting Ned Beatty, and he doesn't want to be part of this whole thing, and he's making him look like an asshole. He wants out of his contract, and he's. So he's trying to get fired, and he's like, I'm not firing you. He says, I know you want me to fire you. Well, who also was great in this was Ned Beatty's driver was uh, Hightower. I was just about to ask you who, yeah. who he was. It was a great it. scene where they drove his limo straight into the uh, into the river uh, with Ned Beatty in the back. It was really funny. So he's trying to get uh, – Burt Reynolds trying to get fired. He won't fire him. So Burt Reynolds comes up with this ingenious idea that he gets – and it's this other actor. You remember the guy from uh, – uh, Transylvania six five thousand that was with uh, Teresa Gans in the kitchen in the kitchen yeah, yeah. Hit him we'll and this here, other we'll guy yeah we'll him and this other guy he dressed him up like this mogul and brought him over to uh, and sent him over to Ned Beatty and says I want to buy your whole outfit and uh, Ned Beatty says I will I'll agree to sell it at four p.m. on this date which is like the last race and. The problem with that is uh, the last race would be over and his contract would automatically renew. So he has to send in a guy during that race and uh, Burt Reynolds has to do really bad during the race. So Ned Beatty says, you got a deal. I'll sell it to you right now. Uh, and then the second he does that, then he can hit, hit the put the pedal to the metal and try to win the race. Oh, Not only funny. will he win the race, he'll get out of his contract at the same time. So it's this really funny kind of thing <laughs> towards at the end where Ned Beatty thinks he got him. He says, what do I care? I just sold the company. Yeah. And then he turns his back and his friend who was dressed in the suit to the nines is dressed in like mechanic overalls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, really funny. Interesting little yeah. nugget here I found. Um, Dale Earnhardt was in this movie. Really? Yeah. Man, must he have just, been, was he a racer? Yeah, just as NASCAR driver. He but was in one of my movies. Yeah. Oh, was he? Oh, was he? No. One that you haven't talked about yet? I haven't talked about it. Oh, wow. No. Uh, yeah, Stroke Race, man. It's one of those uh, really funny-ass, just 80s movies with all those actors that have acted together four or five times before, but it's mm. them doing their thing. Hell, yeah. 
right, just what we got. All right. Um, so just you know, keeping it in keeping it in you know succession here. We're gonna go Transformers two. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> Y'all should have we seen their freaking. faces. Oh, that was so good. I've been that shocked since my, <laughs> since my cousin uh, fooled me and said he was gonna talk about Friday Thirteenth Part Nine. I was oh, like, no. <laughs> we God, it. that was so much fun. <laughs> the funny uh, thing is, is that if you were, <laughs> no one would have ever known because he he'd have stopped <laughs> the, the pod and then had us pick up again. <laughs> we're gonna have a talk real quick. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. So in keeping with comedy, uh, I'm gonna take it back and go to the blue. Brothers. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. This was a very recognizable car yeah. and some good car one of sequences. My fake, one of my all time, if I had 10 sequences, it would be in one, this one. The one in the yeah. mall? One in the mall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so great. That's, that's um, be and, you know, as soon as you said, like, oh, we're going to do a, a, par, a pod on cars, um, again, I know I've mentioned this before, but, like, um, and I don't know if it still stands or not, but I know when they made this, like, and it held for a long time, mm-hmm. There were more cars crashed in this movie than oh, any other movie. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. definitely when been they're broken, just piling those imagine, police cars yeah. on top yeah. of each oh, other. Yeah, yeah. Like I think they said they crashed something like 140 cars yeah. or something. If the like Fast that. and the Furious hasn't broken that record in one of their movies, I'd be surprised. But uh-huh. but that was they don't really crash. They don't cars. really crash too much. Right. Yeah, and if they do, <laughs> I bet it's yeah. they're too expensive to crash. Yeah, they're too too expensive. <laughs> yeah. you can this cop cars were headed for the junkyard anyways. Exactly. I guarantee yeah. you that, man. And I bet. 80% of the cars that were wrecked in this were like cruisers. Oh, yeah. You know, like yeah. police cruisers, because that's kind of the whole thing. They didn't with think the that cops couldn't drive, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that their cars, and those cop cars are fast, man. I'll oh, tell yeah. you cop what. Cop cars? They're beefed man. up. The, they the better cop, be. Yeah. I want my cop. If I'm a cop, most I want mine to be dude, the fastest car in the road. Most yeah. cops are, are skilled. Oh, yeah. Drivers oh, with, a, with a high caliber vehicle. You have to be behind them. They go through training for that type of Man, stuff. High driving. Me. Uh, driving. <laughs> that means by the time I was running from the cops. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I wish I could remember who it was. Um, but like, there was a, a famous bank robber back in the day. Dillinger. It might have been. I'm not sure. Um, but when Ford created the V8 engine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You know, have you heard this story? I have. Um, that's what he would always steal I think because he could always outrun yeah. the cops, yep. and so he ended Damn up. Damn you, Ford! No, well, he yeah, he ended up writing Bonnie and Clyde too. That's the same thing. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it, maybe it was them. I um, mean, the Tommy gun in the in the V eight engine is the only reason. <laughs> yeah. that that whole <laughs> crime did, wave did existed. Absolutely. Because if yeah. you don't, if you're, all you had to do to get away with bank robbery back then is not be there when they showed up. This one came. He's like. People would shoot their names in the wall. You knew who did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Where the wet bandits got yeah. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they wrote a letter to Ford thanking him for making oh. that engine. And so that, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So that's Ford how, probably framed it, and put it on his wall. Well, that's when he got into contract to start selling to law enforcement yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and that's oh, why shit, you know, yeah. up until I think maybe ten or fifteen years ago, like it yeah. was. Uh, it was Ford. I don't know why cops know. around here aren't driving Lamborghinis. It makes sense. Yeah. Every yeah. once in a while, there'll be a weird town that has one. Yeah, yeah. They confiscate it in the drug. I remember Port Charlotte went all next level on their cop cars at one point, and we were like, those, uh, every time you'd see me, you like, damn, that's a those challengers. Yeah, those the, the challengers, challengers man, are fucking insane. Oh yeah, you're not outrunning that cop because yeah. it's not a regular challenger. Yeah, that's, that, I bet you they start getting that Tesla Cyber Challenge. truck. 
Wait, I was gonna say it. Maybe we'll uh, say it. Maybe we should say it right now. I, I wanted to. <laughs> you I just, wanted to see you just what everyone tried to stop yourself and then convince yourself out of it at the same time. <laughs> Made Justin spit his Red Bull. Up. <laughs> no, that was because I had mentioned early. We went around. and We talked about what our favorite car that we owned was, but I didn't okay. mention what our dream car would Ooh, be. Dream car. I know mine exactly. Oh, I know mine well, exactly. You guys can go ahead and start. Yours is mine is a Ferrari three hundred eight. With a target top tan interior, preferably in the nineteen eighty four to nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. Range. Oh, you don't you have you don't have a specific year, huh? It, I, I would say eighty six because yeah. it's exactly the same car. I think that uh, was it Magnum PI. T- Magnum PI had and other movies. Yeah. I can reference that. It was a very famous looking yeah uh, Ferrari. Yeah, mine without a doubt. And it's in it's in two of my. You can buy one too for yeah. forty grand. I can buy one for forty grand right now. I would have to have a re, a, a mechanic on yeah, retainer yeah. for forty grand a year, yeah, but to be able to do the, what you need done. Yeah, right. uh, mine is in a, one of my movies later on, so I'll hold off uh, okay. saying what. But no, well, that was I'll, a huge I can tell you the, to nothing. No, I'll tell you the movie. I'm not gonna tell you the movie. It was. Oh, I'll okay, tell you the okay. car. Nineteen seventies <laughs> uh, Dodge Challenger. Oh yeah, is oh, well. absolutely amazing car. How about you, Justin? You're looking it up. He's, he's so furiously scanning the internet. Eighty-three. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, um, I, I, I Geo really, Metro. Seriously? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, no, this is a the Ford Ranger. Um, it's like I would oh, yeah. want, I would want, but a four wheel drive model, and they sell yeah. a very unique. Maria's sister just bought one. Oh, really? They're just like a year old. Yeah. Um, it was nice. Yeah, Ford Ranger. It's a pickup truck. Yeah, it's yeah. a pickup. Hers truck. is a four door too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's a, it's that, and it's got four wheel drive. But there's also a European model that they don't oh, nice. sell here, and like, I, it's in some movie that The Rock was in. I, it, I think it was Rampage. Um, he was he was driving this yeah. particular truck, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you, you even said. You, I think that? you even turned to me during the movie theater and yeah. said something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that was the new Bronco. My backup. Oh, okay. Yeah, it would be the Toyota old Toyota Land Cruisers. The ones that look like Jeeps. Oh yeah, those are nice. Oh, nice. Man. Yeah. See, I had a Jeep and I loved it. Like, you know, like I mean? a Wrangler Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, see, soft top, like everything those. like yeah. that. It was great. You know, but like, if I had a, you know, if somebody was it's like, it's just not practical. It's just not. Yeah. You know, and it's loud when you're going down the interstate. Bah, 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 you know, everything yeah, I would flapping. Think it would be dangerous, man. But yeah. it might be it. nice if I had a bigger farm. It'd be nice yeah. to have one. Yeah. So yeah, Blues, so, yeah, Blues Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so Blues Brothers. What was your favorite team for Blues Brothers? Uh, Who's your favorite actor from that one? Because mine is surprising. Favorite actor would just be Dan Aykroyd. You know, we're on a mission from God. Yeah. Um, Carrie Fisher, man. Oh, she was great. Yeah, that movie was great with her in it. Um, favorite scene, if not the mall scene, um, <laughs> would probably be where they're playing in the bar and everybody's down yeah. there yeah, playing yeah, yeah. raw. That hide. parking lot scene is it, I. I reference that once every yeah. couple of months and be like, I'm going to go in the car and write the check. <laughs> yeah, my brother's going to come walk. <laughs> yeah. He's going to come he, help me. Yeah. <laughs> I love when he drives Henry Gibson and the other Nazis off the bridge. And oh, the yeah, water. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They're yeah. just going by him real fast. Yeah. In the car. yeah that was a, I, I love where he was. His brother is like... Uh, where John Bellucci's like knocking that vehicle at the beginning of the movie when he first gets out of jail. Yeah. You know? And he's like, this is a cop car, man. Yeah, what happened to the blue? Did you pick me up in a cop car? He says, this car has such and such. I'm not even going to try to mention yeah. what engine it yeah. has and everything in it. And he's like, this is the real deal. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I mean, the car crashes, the car chases, the oh, yeah. car, you know, the stuff like that. It was, it's just an all around great movie. And John Lennon. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to look it up and see if it still holds the record. I'm curious. All right, Dave, what do you got? All right, let's go with uh, 
one of Steven Spielberg's, maybe his first movie ever, right? Yep, it is. Duel. It was made for a TV. TV movie. Yeah. Duel was awesome. I love Duel. And, and he described it later on as, as Jaws being Duel. Yeah, Jaws is It's the, a man against, said a man against fish. This is man against truck. Yeah. Uh-huh. You never see the driver. Never see him. At all, he's mm. in like a huge kind of truck, gigantic, like Peterbilt, with one of those like big, almost looks like a snout. The yeah. front of the truck is so long, mm-hmm. it looks like a big dog snout. Yeah. <laughs> it's really wiener dog, wiener dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, but it's a it, the noises they gave it yeah. was really cool. It's all rusted. It just looks menacing. It looks, it looks like menacing. It, it looks like if they were to trying to make an inanimate object look like a villain. I and mean. and Spielberg is a genius because. Basically, the whole movie is just Dennis Haskins. I think his Dennis name is Weaver. Weaver. He's yeah. from uh, he's from that one TV show. Maddox. 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 Yeah, it's Maddox. <laughs> he was great in this. He and was great. He was straight. Spielberg was straight out of like UCLA when yep. he did this he was, movie. So this might was have still like been a teenager. I, I think this was like this was the very first thing, but it even could have been part of his projects uh, there that he enhanced. But it was t- made for TV. He had one shot at going through and getting all the material and everything, and he got some really great character actors, the woman with yep. the snakes and everything. But there was some uh, some used, dangerous stunts. He used that her again stunt, in Jaws. Uh, yeah, that stunt with uh, or he used her again in 1941. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, that stunt when Dennis Weaver was in the oh, yeah. uh, phone booth. Yep. I mean, you should tell us about that a little bit. Because he – tell about – I mean, there's a couple encounters so, he has before that. But. It starts out as the, he cuts a truck off or a truck cuts him off and he gets Innocent mad. Enough, it's one of know. those road rage things that goes out of control. Christmas and this, vacation. And this is like the ultimate road rage that goes out of control. And so they go back and forth for the first 20 minutes of the movie – just being menacing and annoying yeah. and whatever. And at, at some point, he almost runs him. He runs him off the road at one at one point. But um, by the time he gets to the phone booth, yeah. he's this is after the diner. He this goes is the after diner. the diner. Yeah. After the diner, he knows that the driver. This was very wasn't one of the people in the diner though. But the the truck was in the it parking, parking lot. lot. So he immediately looked around, and they like you saw everyone's faces. So it's possible he could have been in the diner. Possible, and he uh, just never. And they showed the driver, and we don't know. That's kind of left up in the air. But so it's after that. Yeah. It's after that. He gets in his car. He goes down the road and stops at this little um, gas station, and it has to, like a weird snake. It had a snake. Serpentarium, yeah, and, but, like that. A, but it in also had lot. in the parking lot, like, and she was even telling him, "You can look at my snakes," and she had iguanas and reptiles and snakes, and I don't, it's weird that they had done that. They must have found this place that had that kind of. Well, they did that for the stunt that's coming up, basically. Yeah, basically. So, well, it was a great shot. The shot I like the best is he's on the phone. Yeah, and this is also can, one of Spielberg's flubs. It is a flub, but. It was still the first shot of that was great because well the end you shot saw the thing. truck coming in right Barreling towards down. it yeah. in the thing uh-huh. and they must have they had to time this stunt perfectly yeah, it, it wasn't digital effects or anything and they had one take to do it and Spielberg got his reflection that was before the, though. that was before the truck showed up uh, it, okay that's yeah, right yeah. but when it, he was just on the phone you could see in the reflection you could see clear as. Per- as any reflection I've ever seen on film, Spielberg sitting there uh, with a script in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> looking up, looking down, looking up. They kept yeah. it on film. I, it wasn't like a glimpse. I bet, but I, bet he, I bet to this day that bothers and me. They could, and they, oh, yeah. he couldn't take it out because it was the made-for-TV movie. You had to put it in a yeah, certain And he point. had, I think, 
I remember the backstory of this. He had a very small window. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. He had like this. a week or something. Like, like two that weeks or three weeks. It. Yeah, he, it was ridiculous. Like you're like, no, I can't pull a movie but off like he, that. What he pulled off was was quite ingenious. And going back to that son, so the, so the so it was definitely some sort of forced perspective. I would imagine when we were uh, watching not the, at the film, la- not at the wide shot. Uh, yeah, maybe not. They had a wide. wide up where the truck barrels. Yeah, he steps out and Clearly just it wasn't gets out Dennis of the way. Weaver, but it was, uh, but it certainly looked at him in that first shot. He did. Uh, <laughs> so he jumped out of the way, and the truck plows into not only the phone booth but the serpents' like, yeah. aquariums. Yep. So there's like serpents everywhere, and Dennis Weaver's just sitting there going, "What the fuck is going on?" And it was and a pretty. Pee-wee Herman comes running yeah. out with she a bunch was, of yeah, yeah. <laughs> She was picking up snakes and chasing this gigantic iguana across the parking lot, and then. That wasn't even the end for him. He had some like drive out kind of crazy scenes similar to like the Hitcher, which which easily could have been on uh, any of our lists because it had so many great car stuff with Rutger. Uh, but it comes down to basically like trying to trick this truck into driving off the cliff. Yeah. And uh, I remember, I don't know if I saw the commentary on this. Maybe I did. Because I remember someone talking about using, like, dinosaur sounds. No, he mentions that in Jaws. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He mentions in Jaws, I use dinosaur noises when the shark goes down that he had already used used once in Duel when the truck goes down. Listen, having done sound editing before, every once in a while you find a sound and you can never associate a sound on screen that'll be any better than that sound you have found. And you may only have two out of the 10,000 sounds you use. But you'll yeah. always have those two sounds. It's a great movie, man. It's really a, a fun one to Kicked check out. Kicked off if you a career. About it. Yeah. So I did a little research real quick. And On the car crash? 103 cars destroyed in Blues Brothers, which held the record. Until? Until 104 cars what? destroyed. Someone did that on purpose. Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> The story ended better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, they I said, thought someone was going to be a dick. They said that uh, 60 police cars were bought for $400 a piece. That movie, That's a good deal. That movie didn't That's do a well. good deal. The second one didn't do that well, though. That's $24,000. I'd buy 60 police cars for $400. It's only $24,000. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> drive one every... You can line up trying to jump them <laughs> on a motorcycle. <laughs> uh, all right. This next one here, and this is my... I'm kind of going out uh, on on my own here and kind of going a little crazy. I didn't tell any, either of you are gonna, I was going to put this one on here. But I've realized when I'm going through all these 2019 movies is I'm going to have to leave some shit So you got to get one on now? So I'm huh. going to get one. If I find one that's about cars, like what would have been perfect if any of us saw Ford versus Ferrari. So that's, yeah. not, that's yeah. not where I'm going. Like I saw it yesterday. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> uh, what I'm going to pick is 2019 Stuber. Which was oh, so man. fucking great. I really want to see that. Dude. And I won't ruin uh, uh, much about it. And it is, it's so perfect for this pod, though, because of obviously he's an Uber driver and they. Uh, this movie is brilliant. And we had heard different things Who when are the it actors? came out. So you got Kanal, uh, or Kamal Nanjiani, who's awesome, and he's mm-hmm. gonna about to be uber famous in The Eternals. Did you ever see The uber. Big Sick? <laughs> yeah, I see what you uh, did there. He's a stand-up comedian. I, I've I, heard you know, of He's in before. Silicon Valley, but The Big Sick is one of the most interesting stories about him. He, and just not to go off, but just to give you the backstory of uh, That's his life Kanal. story. Right? That's his life story, yeah. and it's so crazy of a uh, story. It's how he met his wife. So he started dating this woman, mm. uh, or this girl, uh, so in real life, he started dating her, and uh, he's like Pakistani or Indian, and she's she's white, and their families are clashing, and this and that, and they were about, he didn't tell his family for a they while. They were about to uh, break up, 
and uh, because just things were too difficult, they loved each other, but uh, things were getting too difficult with the clashes of the uh, of their heritages. And uh, she got a mysterious illness and fell into a coma. Oh wow! And you can't break up with someone in a coma, man. He that shows is up bad. George Costanza. He shows up at the <laughs> he shows up at the hospital, and her family are there. And so she's in the she ends up being in a coma for like a month. And during that month, he becomes like best friends with the family. Oh wow! The father and the mother and all of them. It's yeah. Like she gets out, like it's a snap of a finger, and now they all love him, and they've all had this major experience with him that she didn't even know how oh, it happened. Wow! It's such a crazy story. Yeah, that's crazy. I would so, have to hear what happened before I changed my mind about breaking up with. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie too, but I know all about it. And uh, Ray, uh, yeah. Ray Raymond from Everybody Loves Raymond plays her dad, and Holly Hunter plays the mom, and it's supposed to be good. It was big a couple. Of years I saw ago him in a random guest spot early. Must have been he was super young. It was a late episode of like the X Files. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Kamal. I think. Yeah, so. uh, he's awesome in uh, Stuber. Let me tell you, nothing is more brilliant than putting that funny little awkward guy yeah. with the big uh, dude, like twins. Uh, yeah, yeah like twins. exactly. <laughs> because yeah. Dave Bautista, let me tell you, like we were saying, that it doesn't always translate with uh, wrestlers going to be actors. But every once in a while, it'll happen, and you'll be like, "Holy crap!" Like yeah. what happened to The Rock? Mm-hmm. Or what Roddy happened Piper. with Roddy Piper? Yeah. Uh, no, for sure. And uh, Bautista, I mean, as Drax, as the Blade Runner, as the guy from Hotel Artemis it, to Stuber. Yeah. This is, and I love him when he's trying to be funny, man. And he is so fucking funny in this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the basic premise is is that he's a cop, that he's he's been looking for this one guy for like, 10 years now to the point where it's ruining all his relationships he's his his family he's kind of estranged from he's this kind of gruff guy that's used to barking orders and he gets what he wants and uh he what's also going on and which adds to a lot of the comedy in it which they don't go a lot into the trailer is how bad his eyesight is he goes to the doctor and he has the surgery done in his eyes and right when he he gets those big ass glasses yeah. on and he sits back down in his lazy boy he gets a phone call about hey the guy you've been looking at for the last 10 years he's back in town oh shit he's, he's, <laughs> the first thing he's in his car and he's driving on the wrong yeah. and he's driving the medium and on the wrong road and he eventually drives into a ditch and his he oh, had fuck. met his daughter earlier and said so I'm the gonna surgery didn't work I know well it did but he needs to wait more than an hour after yeah. surgery before driving so it's gradually yeah. coming back through the movie okay, and, it, and it falls into place in a really funny way later that's awesome uh so his his daughter hooks him up with this uber app and uh Camille picks him up and everything and uh it's just so funny the stuff that go that they go through together and one thing leads to another and then he doesn't want to even be hanging out with him and then he ends up being sucked in like i'm your partner now and i uh-huh. have to do accomplish all this stuff for him and i can't do this without you and he's turning kind of the gruff guy they have a great kind of relationship back and forth where you don't have to sh- you don't have to keep shouting stuff at me i hear you yeah. uh, what was, the, what was the bill at the end of the movie did they get did they say that the what the bill for the Uber at the end of the movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. He was just, he was just worried about his five stars. It was funny. They went through a collage you know at the beginning to, with all the funny. crap that he had to go through. And, like, he's going through the drive-thru and the, his uh, – uh, passenger screaming in his ear, and he's trying. He's like, "You're not going to eat that in here, are you?" And he, he's like, "Of course, I'm going to eat that in here." And then the next shot is him throwing it up all over, <laughs> all over the place. You can tell that his job's horrible, and they're still leaving him like subpar stars. Uh, there's a couple of really funny stuff. I laughed my ass off uh, a couple uh, times. I told you about one of the lines where uh, 
he initially gets into the car and then Kamal says, let me guess, you want me to take you to see all the Sarah Connors in the city? That's fucking great. It's such a brilliant line. <laughs> there's another one that I missed when it, because I initially saw it on the airplane, but I, I bought it like a week ago and I watched it and uh, Christina was in the house too and she even thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I, if I, I can always get her with a good comedy or a horror movie. But... Uh, it's a line where he's talking about uh, Kamal says something about you don't remember that happening. He's he's like that would have happened when you were like an infant. He says I remember being born. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was such a tough bastard too. It was really really funny. So yeah, I recommend that to anyone. I like I said I, I'll keep from a lot of the major uh, spoilers and fun stuff in that movie because everyone should experience it. It's really really clever and well done. One of those movies that you see in the theater and you just leave feeling uh, feeling better about yourself and uh, you know you've been entertained for that hour and 45 minutes and it shows that what's funny is i follow both of them on twitter and they've become like secret best friends now Uh or one of them will tweet the other one will tweet right next to him and they went to wrestlemania together like and sat together like in the front row right before this movie came out and everything and it was really funny that's cool all right well uh it's not often that i uh step on a comedy with something a little more serious but transformers right. <laughs> damn it you got it yeah, get me this time. <laughs> fool us twice transformers four oh. <laughs> no uh jamie fox and tom cruise in collateral that's interesting that's an interesting pick i can't argue that it's uh not I can't car say that i've seen it uh, oh, that's good, oh the michael man. mann one i think we watched it together did we yeah uh give me some give me some give me some pot here all right man. so um <laughs> jamie <laughs> fox <laughs> jamie fox is a uh a taxi driver um and uh he basically picks tom cruise up um you know and, he, and like jamie fox is like having some problems with his bills and everything like that so like i'm pretty sure he ends up like wanting to work a double or something is this like in new that. york yeah. Everybody um, has problems with their clothes. Yeah, yeah, right? No shit. shit. In line, Jamie. <laughs> is, this, is this planet Earth? Oh, yeah. Pretty much everybody has a problem with their bills. Well, um, New York specifically. Yeah. Um, so uh, Tom Cruise gets into the car and, you know, basically tells him, like, look, I have five stops to make, you know, and, like, I need you to drive me around. And, you know, if, if you do well, then, you know, I'll make sure you get a handsome tip and I'll take care of you, da 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 you know. Take some cash up front, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so what ends up happening, basically, is, is each one of his five stops is somebody that he's going to kill. Um, and he's a contract killer. Um, and he's been hired by this... Uh, like somebody who has a, a lawsuit, you know, like for like embezzlement or something like that, you know, some it's like a business conspiracy kind of thing. Um, and so he's basically in town just eliminating witnesses mm. all throughout the movie. Um, and at first, uh, Jamie Foxx doesn't really know, what's, know what's going on. I think I think the first and second people that he kills go off without a hitch. You know, he goes in, pop, pop. This leaves. is a different role for Tom Cruise. It's a Michael Mann movie, too, and it's a very Michael Mann movie. Really? Yeah. I bet I would so, like it. Yeah, you would like it. Uh, it doesn't sound I'd familiar sw- at all. Wow, that's weird. I thought we saw it together. No. Nope. Uh, yeah, it has a very Michael it's Mann. It's called Collateral has a very, Damage. Uh, called just collateral. 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 What's Collateral Damage or something else? That's what's Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's Schwarzenegger, yeah. yeah. It reminds, it's got like that Miami Vice feel or uh, Heat, all, yeah. all those Michael Mann films. It's a uh, uh, Manhunter. That's a cool role for Tom Cruise. Yeah. That's not his M.O. usually. Yeah. Um, well, it was after that. That kind of spurred Jack Reacher and then all the other kind of stuff he had been yeah, doing Yeah, but it's, after that. I haven't seen him play a bad guy. 
Yeah. No, know, no, yeah, but he was seen still a bad guy. I've no. seen him kill a lot of people. And there's well, and there's some really good like action and Lestat. shooting scenes. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, this, he's a Lestat. He could play. He, he was a vampire. Evil vampire interviewing a vampire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, taking advantage of taking advantage of poor Kirk. Is he a Dumps. bad guy or a good guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Brad Pitt was the good guy. In that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's just an interesting movie, and like yeah. I, the majority of it takes place in them in the cab, yep. you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but once Jamie Foxx figures out, oh, so he goes to the third person, and like. Something goes wrong, and he ends up, like, throwing him out of the window, and, like, the motherfucker lands on the cab, you know? Mm. So now Jamie Foxx is like, uh, what the hell, you know? So then... Uh, that was Cruise. a good scene too. It was no, it was scene. really good yeah, yeah. Um, because he's like trying to get the fuck out of there, and yeah. he's like, "You're not going to go anywhere." And he's like, "All right, I'm just going to tell you now. Like, I've got two more stops to make. I've got him <laughs> blind. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know." And he said, "Basically, if you want to live through this, you're going to take me to those spots, and you're not going to contact yeah, yeah, yeah. the police." And like, it's good. It's a good story too. Yeah, and there's there's some there's yeah. Can I get my five star rating? Yeah, yeah. Right? there's some good plot twists and stuff like that in there it's um, basically it's similar in a lot of ways to stuber except it's like uh, you, i'm a cop you're gonna help me i'm a bad guy you're gonna help me yeah you know? and people are gonna get murdered along yeah. the way that's you what know? happens so yeah but it was it was a really the, good the, movie the only problem i have with uh collateral is the same problem i have with like 80 percent of all michael mann films there i love all his films but he makes very odd musical choices in his mm-hmm. films. He will play, instead of playing what you would hope it would be this kinetic yeah. score, play he picks a song, he picks a song with lyrics in it. Like there's yep. a scene in Collateral when they're racing and all of a sudden you can hear like Chris Cornell singing uh, in the soundtrack and you're like, man, this seems so fucking strange right now to hear yeah. this. Yeah. He does, it takes he you out it, of the scene. He did it in uh, Miami Vice. He did it in, I don't think he did it in Heat. I think Heat might be the only one he didn't do it he, in. He didn't do it because Heat um, had that had great, great score, score with just that, whole it, because it was subtext. Uh, he, it was like pulses. He and, definitely did it in Manhunter like beats. twice. Yeah, uh, Manhunter did twice. Did he do worked. To Live and Die in L.A.? Um, Is that a Michael Mann? I th- that's either Michael Mann or... Because um, he had Tangerine I Dream do the whole... Freakin. He did the whole soundtrack. might be soundtrack. William Freakin. Yeah, who directed To Live and Die in L.A.? That's a good question. I think it's either Freakin or Michael Mann. I'm kind of leaning towards... That could be a Jeopardy question. I'm leaning towards Freakin, though. You freaking? <laughs> you freaking kidding, man? It's freaking. It's freaking. <laughs> All right. They had the same feel. Clatter. Good movie. Yeah, yeah. no. I was... think I own it. I don't think I've watched it. And in it a was while. kind of like, I mean, it was like a little under the radar as yeah. far as people knowing about yeah. it, you know? Um, so if you haven't seen it, check it out. I think Peter Berg was in this movie, yep. too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played one of the cops or something. Uh, that, there was a cop element that I don't really remember. Except and that's for what that, I was saying. There's some, Peter there's some kind it. of plot twists yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you know that there's a court case going on. You know that there's, like, a witness that's about to be killed. Interesting. So there was um, a lot more meat to it than Jamie just... Foxx runs into Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Pinkett Smith in yeah. the very beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, she's, like, an attorney and, you know, very mm-hmm. kind of, like... She's friendly and nice and everything, but she kind of doesn't want to have anything to yeah. do with him. And then later on, like, I'm pretty sure she's the fourth target. Man, they could do an indie movie with just two people in a car, and you do it like uh, Red Eye, you know? Like, you you tell the driver, I have your wife and kids. You're going to do this for me for the yeah. next 24 hours, and I won't kill them. Ugh. Uh, Nick of time, sort of. Yeah, yeah, but you could do it all in the car. That's yeah, true. I mean, you just handhold that thing, and then he leaves the car, and then there's situations that he has to go through. I might have to write that myself. <laughs> that sounds Pat cheap. 
<laughs> yeah. Racy, racy, like racy, 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 racy. <laughs> he can go back and right. magically splice that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what do you got, man? Um, this next one has your boy in it. My boy. Oh, Kurt Russell. Oh, oh snap! He's Breakdown. Oh, I love Breakdown. Man. It has yeah. a very f- dual feel to it. Yeah. Everyone confuses Breakdown with The Vanishing, too. That, and I can see why. I can completely see why. Just the beginning. It's the Midwest in the desert on these long, dusty highways, yeah. just like sort of like dual. Um, have you seen Breakdown? I think I have, but it's been a while. Okay. But I do get them confused. What's yeah. the movie with Sam Neill on the ship? Dead Calm. So about as the, big a mistake as this, yeah. the Sam Neill made in Dead same, Calm same is the same exact mistake that yep. what uh, Kurt Russell made in this movie. They, mm-hmm. Him and his wife... We're traveling. They ran some dude off the road. The dude and him got kind of in an argument, and then the, and the guy pissed off, and they went back to driving. So they're just they're driving and talking and driving and talking and driving and talking. All of a sudden, the whole car just goes. Oh and like, shit! Posturing doesn't that's work. My nightmare, man. That's yeah, why I always get rentals. Completely <laughs> yeah. just dead. Yeah, on the road in the middle of the day in like New Mexico or something. That was no mystery car. Yeah, <laughs> no mystery car. The mystery is yet so, to come. The, the uh, it's Kathleen Quinlan, right? Kathleen Quinlan is the wife. So the truck that was they see the truck that was fucking with them in the distance and then no. it goes away. But then JT Walsh pulls yeah. up in a big rig and he's like oh man what's going on let me, let me see if I can help you and he's like oh maybe the belt I don't trust you JT Walsh you play a shady yeah, character man. every man. Yeah, you should have seen, as soon as you've seen JT Walsh you said yeah. nope yep. go keep going <laughs> it's Buster let's go yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> but he turns down uh, he offers to give uh, Kurt Russell a ride Kurt Russell says no he's gonna wait and see if it cools down which is bullshit because if a car is overheating you open the hood yeah you're gonna know it's overheating, yeah. and it's not. You don't have to guess where the car's overheating. Yeah, it's one of those things that when the steam is flying in your face, yeah. Oh, it's overheating. <laughs> or you can't touch the cap because yeah. it's boiling hot. Yeah, yeah, it's overheated. Yeah. So, I guess they must have had like some argument between them. They didn't really, but because she says, "I'm gonna catch a ride with him," and he says, "Okay." Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. He let his wife go with a complete stranger. Yeah, yeah and dead calm Sam Neill left his wife, wife. With a in the middle stranger. of the ocean. Jesus. You either both go under or you shady don't circumstances. Go. Yeah, under that sh- one was even crazier. But yeah. um, I may need that one later on. Don't yeah. talk about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's boats. That's the boat episode, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. But uh, yeah, don't tell the ending. But it was like it was like a series of him meeting shady some of the best character actors ever. One of them's Baby in Bear movie. from. Uh, uh, from oh Jack Noseworthy, is he from uh, the? Oh, I'm thinking it. I'm thinking of Van Horizon. Van Horizon. Oh yeah. Well, that's weird because Catherine Quinlan's the one who called him Baby Bear. Yeah, <laughs> they they were in this together. I didn't realize they were in it. Uh, J T. Walsh was in this. I think the guy from uh, Cliffhanger was in this. The, uh, the guy at the very end. Um, damn, I'd have to look up the John character Lithgow? actors in it. No, the one guy of that them turned oh, the, the FBI okay. agent. Uh, yeah, it was just filled with shady characters, great character actors, and it was him being frustrated, similar to like, uh, I think, uh, Harrison Ford in the movie Frantic, where he's just trying to search for his wife, and everyone is like, you could tell they're not on the level, and they, they are possibly lying to him and everything, and it's him figuring out one detail after yeah. na- another detail, basically making up for a bonehead decision he made at the beginning of the movie, which was letting his wife go with a co- complete stranger. Yeah. 
Jesus. It was a good movie. <laughs> it, it was a good one. If you can get by that part where you're like, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. That's what they deserved. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you get for being a dumbass. Nope, well, shouldn't have the done greatest that. scene of this, he, he finally sees J.T. Yeah, Walsh's yeah, truck. Yeah. He was supposed to drop his wife off at the cafe. He goes to the cafe. Nobody there has even heard of yeah. this guy or yeah. seen a woman. Right. And he thinks they're lying because they are kind of acting shady. Yeah. Then he gets in his car. He drives a truck. He has a Jeep like Cherokee or something. Yeah. And he sees J.T. Walsh and he kind of like pushes J.T. Walsh out. Yeah. And then he gets out of the car. And he's like, and I've never seen like, you before, never seen in, my before in my yeah. life. And he's yeah. like, what do you mean? You stopped and you told me this and we had this conversation and my wife got in your truck and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah, a cop pulls up. As hell. Yeah. And it was a dude, another character actor dude yeah. that plays a cop a lot of mm-hmm. times. He was the cop here. Mm-hmm. And Russell Crowe, I have a Russell Crowe, uh, Kurt Russell does a great job of trying to convince this yeah. cop, but JT Walsh like searched my entire vehicle. Yeah. There's nothing there. Nothing. Oh, yeah. man, it's frustrating. It's one of those really tense, yeah. frustrating they, movies. They, there's a lot, of, a lot of car stunts and, and a lot of Yep, a lot of car shit. stuff. Uh, I love the, well, I can't stand the element, but it's very effective in these types of movies because it's super scary right now, the, like, uh, human trafficking. Yeah. Just, like, snatching someone and then never seeing him again. My wife pulled up this video the other day on YouTube. I don't know. It must have came across her uh, Facebook feed or something where they're showing cameras in stores or outside of stores where people are trying to snatch children it's like six minutes long and after like 30 seconds i'm like i get it yeah i was like it's fucking horrible i couldn't hit play on that video <laughs> it's fucking horrible and it's I literally people coming out of video. vans and grabbing them people uh just running into the stores and uh grabbing their arms and dragging them away some Terrible. leaning and talking to them and then grabbing them I was like this is fucking horrible man glad i don't have kids yeah. That's why I don't yeah. have kids. I gotta worry. <laughs> I gotta worry enough happening to my petite wife, let alone uh, yeah. a, a I gotta child. worry about coyotes getting my kittens. Yeah, that too. I, I, man, it's too many, too many things. Life, Life is, is hard, man. Life <laughs> is hard. All you right. know what's even harder? If you don't have a car. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this next one, man, and this is uh, one of the king kind of car movies that will be on anyone's top ten. And that's 1981's Road Warrior. Ooh. God, man, I love Road Warrior, man. Yeah. You, you, you rewatch Road Warrior, you realize how much Fury Road was influenced mainly from that one compared to the other two, you know? Mm. And it was all done by the same director, too. The only George Miller is the only person who's ever touched the uh, Mad Max you hear something crazy? kind of stuff. I saw Road Warrior probably 50 times. Mm-hmm in the 80s mm-hmm. in early 90s and wherever yeah. I didn't see Mad Max till 2009 yeah wow that's weird I saw it back then but I think I still saw Road Warrior it's first Road Warrior exponentially more oh it's way better most people will say you don't even have to watch exponentially more you don't even have to watch Mad Max yeah I've seen Thunderdome more than anything yeah and yeah. that's it's better than uh, it's the don't talk about match. that because I may need that one too. <laughs> of, of just the three we're not talking Fury Road uh, Thunderdome's definitely it, most people's kind of ranking is Road Warrior. The budget went big. Thunderdome and Mad Max. Yeah. Are that budget was bumped up. Now, which was it Mad Max that had the helicopter? No, no. Road Warrior. Road it is Road Warrior. Yeah, Road okay, Warrior. Yeah. cool. Uh, so, really great stuff. And that's the guy from Dark City playing. He was eating the dog food, man. Uh, he yeah, was eating, uh, well, Max was eating the dog food and then giving it to his dog. And that guy had <laughs> to get the scrapings of it afterwards. It was a really fabulous movie. And I'm going to show you. Uh, I'm going to show you a picture here that I, I thought it was just fabulous because this actor, 
has been in four huge movies, but everyone remembers him from Road Warrior. Uh, he's he's a stuntman. He's an actor that's been in all sorts of different shit. But in Road Warrior, he was the one with the red mohawk. Mm-hmm. He was one of the main stars. Now, that's all the same guy. So he was in Commando. That's the awesome. badass in Commando. He played the guy in Inner Space that interchanged his hands. Yeah. And he also played the crazy motherfucker in... Uh, uh, Damn, now I can't remember that last movie. That's that, the one with Christopher Lambert when he was in uh, the prison. Highlander? No, when he was in the prison. Uh, damn it, now I can't think of it. That's Look crazy. at the picture again. It'll, yeah, I know. Right? I can't spark remember. Your I don't memory. think I've seen that one. It's great. It's great. He's right? going to have to stop podcasting in a second to look it up. I'm just Bennett from I'm going to have to let that uh, one Commando. go. Yeah, Bennett from Commando. Yeah. So what's going on steam. is basically <laughs> it's, it's post-apocalyptic. You're on the Australian outback, and everyone. And he's an ex-cop. That's kind of the backstory that you need to know. His his family was murdered. He's an ex-cop. He only has like 18 lines in the whole movie, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel Gibson. Uh, so you're basically seeing him do uh, do these things. And so the biggest commodity, other than food, right now is gasoline. Right. And everyone's trying to. They show him siphoning it at some point in these little pans and everything. And the, the problem is the roads are like filled with gangs and pirates and different people that are going to steal you, st- rape you, or and steal God, your car. What a car. terrible world this. No, it's be horrible. You would year. think it's the type of world <laughs> yeah. that most people half the half the people probably put a gun I to think their I'll head. I'll be dead before it gets to that point. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah if you're not a tough motherfucker. I'm a uh, tough motherfucker, but you have to be somebody different. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you gotta go, you gotta go to an eleven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to. You're Walking Dead, dude. I'm going to point. a twelve. So yeah. basically, we're, we're we get a glimpse of <laughs> we get a glimpse of the Max character. We get a glimpse of the pirates, and then at some point, Max meets the helicopter guy, and he like he handcuffs him. You know, he kind of gets the better of him, and he realized the helicopter guy was going to kill him too. So and they become good friends do. off it. Not. Not Good great, enough to, not great friends. He, he loved him? he loved Max more than Max loved him because he had, we're partners, right? He's partners, and at one point he leaves him someplace, and then he finds his way back. Luckily, and helps Max later on. Yeah. But what happens is those two guys come across this kind of uh, in the middle of this desert. They come across this compound that's kind of built with all these wrecked cars, and it's in like a semicircle. And then within that circle, it looks like people of uh, people of kind of constructed homes and they've got their own cars what would you do and there's guards would you move on be on the move or would you get in one of those compounds uh probably the compounds is probably the smartest way to do it just because there's safety in numbers i would imagine yeah. in this type of world where the because the pirates aren't on their but own you're also the drawing are, a lot of attention to yourself the yeah. pirates are like traveling in groups of They're like marauders. 60 or 70 yeah. so yeah. it's not like yeah. if you're on your own man you better be hidden like the helicopter guy's got it right i'll just float up here yeah down. nobody will even know i'm around yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's weapons are still around so they can get shot out of the sky one sure. guy that you showed him a picture he's yeah. the one that had the crossbow remember Yep, he had it on his hand. He yeah, had yeah. it on his hand. It was, it was awesome. Cool. Now, what, uh, what was it? This one or was it three with the guy that had the knife? The kid that had the knife. This was this one. It was a yeah. Fer- it was like boomerang. a feral kid with a boomerang. Yeah. yeah, it was one of my favorite elements of this whole. He was great, and he just grunted. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, at the end, remember the narration. At the end, you realized he's the one who's telling the story, mm-hmm. and that uh, we never saw Max again. Max got us out, but it. So what's happening is Max shows up, and the one thing that these people in the group have is they have a huge tanker in the middle of this semicircle filled with gasoline. Uh-huh. So these pirates are coming down. Well, they're guarding it, and there's enough people that they've. These guys can't just plow in there and steal it. They don't want to hurt, obviously, the tanker too. So. Max is like, hey, I'm your Huckleberry man. Yeah. I can help you. He says, I, I'm just here for gas myself. 
he says you need to move he's just like uh uh moving is gonna is what you have to do and at some point they have to he's the one who's gonna uh drive the the truck so it comes down to this great last 20 minutes is exactly like Fury Road. Yeah, really. yeah. It's that him just driving that truck and all the pirates are surrounding him and they're trying to get him and they're jumping on and he, the people are jumping off and the little feral kids there helping him. Remember, there's a great scene where the uh, he hits the guy with the mohawk with the front of the thing and you think he's dead. Yeah. And they, uh, one of the shotgun shells falls out to the front of the car, so he sends the little feral kid out yeah. there and he's holding his leg and the feral kid's reaching for the yeah. uh, thing and then the guy with the mohawk comes jumping up and screams. Kid, and yeah. grabs the kid. It it's, it's such a great, like, intense scene that they were able to. Yeah, if you liked Road Warrior, was like the Empire Strikes Back of this universe. It's the one that everyone kind of agrees on that this is the best. I'm sure Mel everyone Gibson else tells it like that too. <laughs> oh, it, it's true, man, and that's why when they did Fury Road, they're they're not uh, they're not trying to recreate Thunderdome or uh, even though Thunderdome was good. Thunderdome it, was good. I liked it. I liked. It. One man. I almost compare two men, three one men. Leave. Almost a better comparison <laughs> of the first three Mad Max films are the first three Night of the Living Dead movies. The first one was a classic. Everyone got to know the characters and understood this was what the world they were building. The second one was super fun. They were in the mall, uh, Road Warrior. They're on this uh, on the road, just fighting everyone. And then you, that, just, you just think this analogy uh, up, or is this I did. something you? I, no, on? I just think a lot of this. So. <laughs> the third one, though, the third one is very grungy and dark, and all like really kind of diehard fans like it because it's just gnarly and everything and that's how Day of the Dead was un- underground and everything and the same with Mad Max when they're showing those towns with that dome and people are just fighting each other to the death Yeah, and like groups of people are like taking over and it, it's it's a really fun universe that I don't think they even Master Blaster they even Master Blaster it was just weird man yeah. I love that the same guy did this this is George Miller the same guy who did Happy Feet and Happy Feet Two and wow. Babe Two, Babe in the City. That's crazy. Did the uh, did the fucking Mad oh, Max? Obviously, film. yeah, right. Uh, and hell, I don't know why they're apparently they're still they're doing the prequel. It's it's Mad Max something. I can't remember what it is. Huh. And uh, maybe it will follow that feral kid between the time period between that and Max. I don't know, huh. but uh, it'll definitely be George Miller. And people forget that um, Fury Road was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't know why they haven't like sped that thing forward. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so that was me. What's your next one there, Justin? All right, we're going animated. Oh, Cars. Shit, can't argue with that one. Yeah, dude, I I love Cars, man. It's a lot of fun. I've only seen it once. Really? Uh, I liked it. I go liked the, it. Go through the cast for me because I have seen this. That was what was fun about it was the cast. Right, so you had uh, Owen Wilson, um, Bonnie Hunt, Paul Newman. Paul Newman played Doc Hudson. Um, he was so great in that role. Everyone's favorite was Mater, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, Larry the, the Cable Larry Guy. Larry the Cable Guy? Yeah. yeah. Um, John Ratzenberger. Who I can't stand, uh, but he was good in this. John, John Ratzenberger is great in everything. Yeah. He should be in every animated movie. He pretty much was he, he, for a while Back in the there. day, yeah, They even was. started making jokes about yeah, it. I like, love him as the abominable snowman in uh, Monsters Inc. Oh yeah, oh, so it's still literally one of the best jobs you could ever have. Oh yeah, I agree um, you can you can send your files in. You yep. could build a home yeah, studio. Absolutely, have them send you the proofs. Once you had a group no going, does, no one does that. No one does does that. But yeah. what well, you could show up in pajamas if you want. You, you could still show up in pajamas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, shit, I was just gonna say some. Oh yeah, uh, Click and Clack, the Tappet Brothers are in. The, oh, are they? Yeah, they're in. Oh, they're, they're in cool. every one of them. Yeah, they're great, dude. I, I, I really listen to those them. guys. I'll plan to go somewhere 
just to hear Click and Clack's show at 10 o'clock on yeah, Saturday morning. You can listen to it on podcasts. They have them all. I, I feel you. Um, also, you, you're knocking uh, podcasts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, Michael Keaton is, uh, yeah. The, he's, yeah, yeah. you know, Chick Hicks. He's the bad guy. Who's the race car? Uh, Owen, Owen Wilson, Wilson is. Owen Wilson. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the red car. He's Lightning McQueen. Um, and so it's Doc Holliday, I think. Isn't isn't this this movie is basically like Doc Holliday? Okay. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't if you know look that. at Doc Holliday, and he goes, uh, Michael J. Fox goes into this small town and accidentally fucks up the uh, the fence, and they yeah. have him stay in town, and then he gets to know all the locals. That's in town true. Yeah, and everything, and it, it's and funny. he's in a that's, Porsche. Yeah. Uh, Doc Holliday. That's oh. Uh, that's Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. Okay, Hollywood. That's Doc Holiday. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. really? Val Kilmer. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, Ringo. I, think I made that mistake yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always screw those up. Okay. But Doc Hollywood. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so which was uh, formed, filmed here. Yeah, Mikinopi. Um, <laughs> and so, like. Owen Wilson is Lightning McQueen. He's like the up and coming rising star. He's going to be the champion of the, you know, and this is animated. Um, and so he's going to be the champion of the race circuit. And I'm trying to remember the name of the big sponsor um, that like, and everything in this movie is car associated. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? NASCAR too, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but oh, I wish I could remember the name of the company. Anyways. Um, but his big competition is Michael Keaton, yeah. and Michael Michael Keaton's like an asshole, yeah. you know. Um, and not so, personally, that's not <laughs> yeah, our opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, watch and, the Home Alone documentary; yeah. <laughs> you'll find out who the asshole is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, like, they're getting ready to go to their next race across the country, and so. Uh, Owen Wilson goes into his semi truck, which is his buddy, you know what I mean? And they're driving across the country. Um, and for some reason, there's like a malfunction, and the back uh, door drops down and he slides out. And like he was in sleep, you know, he was sleeping, I guess. So he was just in sleep mode or something. And he wakes up and freaks out and he's on the interstate and like, you know, there's traffic coming everywhere. And so he ends up like running off the road and he goes into this little small town. Um, and I, yeah, he, 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 he damages, he, does he damage the fence? He damages something. something I can't, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they make sure. him because he's a race car and he's a, a big engine. Yeah. Um, they make him like, pave the road you know as punishment and uh doc hudson which is you know he's my favorite character in this movie because my dad owns a hudson mm. it's not the hudson hornet which is what uh he is in this movie mm. which was like a great race car back in the day like what they what they talk about with his little story mm. is completely factual mm. you know so that's really neat um and they you know they have a good relationship and uh bonnie hunt is a porsche and her, oh, yeah, great. she's great, dude. Um, and her and Owen Wilson, you know, start to like fall in love. And then, you know, you got Larry the Cable Guy and he plays Toe Mater. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, he was great. Man. He was, you great, could tell dude. after that movie came out, every kid's favorite character was him oh. and they needed that toy and yeah. everything, man. It was um, a classic win. Did you see the shop here in town that built it on 8th Avenue? Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, it was up. I don't think yeah. it's up there anymore. Uh, they bring it to. Uh, they rent it out. Yeah. To oh really? Kids parties. But that place yeah, on Eighth cool. Ave puts different things out. Like they, they had the Batmobile out there one time. Was, now they have some other it's, industrial it's stuff. Something. No, there's. They just put a new car out there. Hmm. I'll have to drive by there and see what it was. I bet you pretty soon they get the ambulance from Ghostbusters. Oh man. You guys see that <laughs> we, we might have to rent that. <laughs> see or, that drone with the Ecto one. Oh yeah, oh, dude, that was man. so good, man. So excited. Um. Yeah, and so you know, like. 
he ends up having to race Doc Hudson, which is like a, you know, I think the Hudson Hornet was made in like 1947 or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, you know, and he's a fucking race car and he's like, dude, there's no way you're going to beat me. Spirit and, and guts. You yeah, can do it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Doc Hudson like beats him every time, you know. Um, I want Paul Newman in my corner rooting me on. Yeah. Oh, also, um, Tony Shalhoub plays Luigi, and he's he, ah, he just wants to be like he, his dream is to be a uh, like a pit crew, mm. you know. Um, and so him and he's got this little tiny like sidekick, and I don't think he even says any words. I think he's more just like burr, 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 yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and so Tony Shalhoub is a car as well. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, car, everybody is a, is a certain type of yeah, car. Yeah. yeah, you know. Um, and I, I think he might be either like maybe a forklift or something like that. I don't remember exactly what he is, but um, you know, like, dude, he changes tires like it's nobody's business, you know. And he's like the fastest anybody's ever seen, but nobody knows that, you know. Um, and so eventually, uh, Owen Wilson, you know leaves on a down note you know and has to go to this race and nobody knew where he was so he like had this experience and everything and he comes and he's starting to race and everything's going bad and then the people from the town show up and uh tony shalhoub is his pit guy and like when he comes in for the pit stop you know he just like all the other little pit stop machines and stuff are making Mm. fun of him you know um, and then he does the pit stop with uh, with Lightning McQueen, mm. and he does it faster than they've ever seen. And like, see, this is what's great about a Disney movie and Disney scripts too. You could completely take the animation out of it, make mm-hmm. that a live action movie with real people Absolutely. playing those characters, and it yeah. would be yeah. just as. I good. mean, that's sort of the the formula for Disney. It's just that. a yeah. good storytelling, and it hits all the marks, the yeah. emotional mm-hmm. levels where they need to happen. Yeah. Wreck It Ralph. The, uh, yep. I mean, if you, if you do it, <laughs> takes over the internet. <laughs> oh, that could have been a car movie. She's a race car driver. That's true. Oh. Yeah, screwed up. Let's I already change. talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cars, good movie. Did yeah. you like the second one just as much, or? Um, you know, I don't know that I saw the second one. Yeah, I don't think I did. Yeah, I played I, the video game oh, yeah. where you just could choose a character, and yeah. up to four people could drive around the track. It's yeah. pretty fun. I bet the second one's good because you know, with uh, with like the Toy Story films mm-hmm. and the Ice Age movies, that first one is my least favorite of all those. Interesting. Yeah, hmm. I love the like Toy Story. I think Toy Story uh, Two is probably the best one, and with like Ice Age, the uh, the meltdown one, I loved. Mm-hmm. I love all animated movies. So <laughs> all right, Dave, you got an animated movie? <laughs> they were going to make this an animated movie. <laughs> Whoa. And I think... Are you lying? I think <laughs> that the main star um, said, no, I think we should do it as live action, mm-hmm. and it's... Um, Drive. <laughs> <laughs> I'd see the elevator animated. Yeah, dude, this shit stark. It's like the leg dog stark. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um. I love Drive, man. When I think Drive, immediately I think the music. <clears throat> God damn, the music was so good in this movie. This was like what uh, the music that is in Stranger Things. It's like. The drive people did it first, and the Stranger Things are like, uh, people are like, yeah, let's get that techno 80s kind yeah. of John Carpenter. Yep. Just real, or Tangerine Dream the, sounding music. The filming had a feel to it. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Gosling is, is a good a- actor if you need, like, he didn't say a whole lot no. in this movie no, no, no. at all. And he, he's very good at kind of expressing uh, his emotions and what he's thinking and just looking in the rearview mirror and seeing mm-hmm. people and. 
Um, the, the the girl Carrie Mulligan. Uh, yep, Carrie Mulligan. She's awesome. I loved her. I get her this. confused with Michelle Williams. Everyone does. Yeah, she's when she's that's Michelle similar. Williams. Had I, I short like hair. Carrie Mulligan a little bit more than Michelle Williams so. in Sorry. just movie wise. Sorry, uh, <laughs> but also what Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks, uh, Brian the guy Cranston. from Brian Cranston, um, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman too. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Albert Brooks. Yeah, Albert Brooks. Uh, yeah, yeah there's one other we're forgetting. Is there? Yeah, let me see. Brian Cranston. No, we no. said him. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if I've seen this. Oh, movie. Oscar Isaac. Oh, Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shit, yeah. He yeah was, oh, and uh, Christina Hendricks. Yep. Oh, and Christina Hendricks is in this. She, her this was scene such was a so. Movie, man. Have you not seen this movie? I can't remember. Tell the great movie. So basically, it. basically, it's just he's this. Uh, Ryan Gosling character is he has a he's a stuntman part time. He's yeah. a mechanic part time. He lends himself out. He's a stunt driver. He's like a criminal Uber. He's he lends himself out to other people as as the getaway driver. Yeah. Literally makes a portion yeah. of the money, but then he goes back to his regular life, yeah. and he has aspirations of wanting to be a race car driver, mm. a NASCAR driver. That's where kind of what's uh, Brian Brooks Cranston in and, Brian and, Cranston. Yeah. So basically, but he, he's sort of a loner, yeah. and he kind of. Um, but he's really Michelle good. Williams like comes her. He lives in the building with her, but yep. they don't talk much. But she goes to his um, garage to get something fixed. Brian Cranston says, "Ah, oh, we got to keep it overnight," and then has him drive her home. And they hit it off. And they hit it off. And they have like kind of a they have a relationship. It looks really sweet. She has a kid. the The baby's father is in prison. Who is Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac, and mm-hmm. he's getting out. So that dynamic. This was is one of the first movies he did. He Oscar was Isaac's. pretty fucking intimidating. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, not a lot of people knew who he was when this movie came out. I remember that. And so I can't remember. He, he, there was something wrong where he owed people money. Yeah. And if if Ryan Gosling didn't help him, then the some of the retribution would fall on Michelle Williams and Carrie Mulligan. Carrie, see, yeah. <laughs> <Did it already? laughs> um, so he agrees to go and help them get away from robbing this pawn shop. Him, and Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks is Oscar Isaac's new girlfriend, sort of. And uh, he's, they said, okay, you help him get out of here and you'll, he'll never see me again or whatever the thing was. So they go, and that scene was great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he tells, he's told the other people, he's like, you get me five minutes. I'll give you five minutes. I'll wait in this parking lot for five minutes. Anything happens within those five minutes. Yeah. Uh, you got me. Mm-hmm. As he said, but, th- you know, then we got to go. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they... It looks like they robbed the place we successfully. We don't see what happens. Yeah, we don't see it all. Oh, okay. Christina Hendricks walks out with time. a bag, throws the bag in the back seat. Another car pulls up in the parking lot and just sits there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, something could go bad. But the, the car's not doing anything. You're just waiting for So then him. Oscar Isaac comes out and he walks. He's halfway back to the car. All of a sudden, the pawn shop owner comes busting out the front door, shoots him in the back of the neck. Oh, yeah. fuck. And then shoots him like in the chest and kills him. Yeah. And... uh Gossip they shut the door, off. Yeah. and uh, they take off this awesome car chase with them in oh, the yeah. car that was sitting in the parking lot. Mm. And uh, they go and hold up in a hotel, and uh, I don't know how much of this movie you want me to spoil and not spoil. Uh, tell, the, tell the elevator scene, and then we'll leave it at that. Okay, so... The elevator scene is one they, of those Well, scenes. here's... Okay, so, so here's the thing. He, they steal a lot more money than they thought they were going to get. Yeah. Uh-huh. They were told forty grand was going to be in cash. Like and they walk no it was a million dollars in oh, wow. a bag and uh, and Ryan Gosling's like 
whose money did we take? Right, yeah. yeah. It's because it's going to come back on us. Yeah. So Ryan Gosling tries to give it back. Yeah. Like, free and clear. Yeah. Like, this is mob didn't money. Re- yeah, didn't realize it was yeah, didn't Sorry, guys. Please Here you go. Back. Yeah, I'll tell you where to, to pick it. it up, and I want to be out of this. Yeah, well, so one of them shows up at the... Uh, they so they the apartment complex. Th- it, it was the mob. So the mob sends someone to go and track him down. They he's back at his apartment complex. He's this with is the scene that every time met someone mentions drive, someone will say the elevator scene. Yeah, mm. it, this was the elevator. This was the bone tomahawk of this yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Oh. or cell block on yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Except that had blooded on almost every scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we knew what it was. This yeah. was out of nowhere. Yeah, he you. And it was intense because Carrie was in the elevator. She was in the too. elevator. Okay, tell us, tell us the. So, the three of them are leaving their floor, going down to leave, and they get in, and someone's already in the elevator that's going down with them. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of slow it down. They do some crazy music. Yep. They slow the speed down. The, they he looks over at the guy and sees that he has a gun, gun holster, in the holster yeah. in his jacket, but he catches like a little glimpse. So he turns to to the girl and st- I forget what her character name was. Um, and so you obviously know something's about. Doesn't to happen. he kiss her too first? He kisses her first, and the like the white light. Yeah. it's a very surreal scene. Yeah, it was very. But then the guy. So then they sped it up in real time. The guy makes the move. Ryan Gosling puts him on his ass and punches him a couple times, and then literally just stomps his face in. Yeah, till there's nothing. Oh wow! It's gone. And the last, yeah. the last couple of frames was reminded me of yeah, Cell Block. Like, yeah. yeah. Only a little more realistic, right? Than yeah. that. Yeah. So. And she gets out of the elevator. She's freaked out. He's oh, yeah. freaked out. You almost can't even... It's the type of situation that you would expect that she appreciates saving his life, but she probably can't not be in his presence again after that. Uh, right. After watching yeah. him do that. But Albert movie. Brooks was brutal. Yeah, Albert Brooks movie. was a bad motherfucker man, really? in this movie. He was like one of the mobsters type guys who was lending money out to help yeah. Brian Cranston and Ryan Gosling to do their race car dream thing to the point where he's like, I'll lend you this money. But you know, I'm getting it back and yeah. type of thing. So it was a phenomenal movie. Man. It was a good movie. Yeah, it I had, love Drive. It had it had an ending that had a great atmosphere. Had everything I wanted in it. I remember first seeing it and being like, "This." And it awesome. literally was it was a love story, but it wasn't like a sappy. No, no, it was totally within it, this kind of weird kind of like uh, it, it had it had enough for a big audience to yeah. love. I mean, if it's all told within that criminal element yeah. that was happening, Ron Perlman was great. In that. Yeah, Ron Perlman yeah. always plays good as you know, he was like the uh, the right hand kind of muscle in this movie, which is always a good spot for him. He was, that's a sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this next movie, man, and I'll admit I did not watch this movie until two thousand. <laughs> uh... If you tell a great story about this movie, you've never seen it. I'm calling BS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so I watched this movie after watching Death Proof. Because in Death Proof, there's a scene at the end where Kurt Russell gets his ass kicked by all the stunt women. And the stunt women were in the restaurant talking about wanting to go find this car that the New Zealand girl saw in a circular that's in the city they're in. And they want to go test drive it. And that's the car they pick up. And remember, stuntman Mike comes and Mm -hmm. attacks them in that car and everything. That's the 1970 Challenger. In the movie, they're referencing in that scene that they want to kind of uh, drive this car is the movie Vanishing Point, 1971. So I was super stoked. Uh, Once Death Proof had come out, I went out, I found Vanishing Proof, and I was like, oh, my God, this movie's awesome. It's just great. That's to show his level of dedication to the Well, I love Quentin, and I love Quentin's movies, and I know he's a huge fan of the 70s. And so this was Barry Newman 
played the main guy in this. The only other thing I remember Barry Newman really well in is uh, the Limey. Do you remember the right hand man that was Limey. with uh, with Peter Fonda in the Limey? Probably not. He's, no. he's an older guy. He's got glasses. You remember that third was, actor from the left in that one scene of that one movie? Uh, well, he's he was great in this movie, and his job was to transport race cars like five states over to mm. someone who's buying them. So he's not stealing them or anything. He right. just needs to get them there. Almost like exotic of, cars? Uh, really nice cars. Well, the 1970 like a, Challenger is right. what he's driving through this whole movie. At the very beginning, he does one different car, and I can't remember what it is. He drives it, and he goes to his handler, and he says, I need another job. I need it right now. He's kind of a loner. You, you get a little bit of backstory throughout and realize that his wife had died and that he used to be a cop, and he stopped this horrible thing from happening, which kept him from being a cop. And then he went into the military, and he's got this crazy background where it comes all the way around to the point that he's just an awesome car driver, and he's really good at getting cars to different places. So the whole movie basically is one big car race between him and, like the, Danny and the state. Like Danny Carvey. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> like that. Uh, in a way, uh, but it's all the co- uh, the cops that are chasing him through Colorado into all the way into California. Why can't he just drive it straight? It might take a little longer, but you don't have to worry about that whole cop <laughs> or get it transported. Yeah, way. Right? Flat fly bed. that fucker. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's what it's what the movie is for. <laughs> and the movie, another the other main actor in the movie is Cleavon Little. You know, from uh, mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles. He plays a blind radio DJ, and he's on the radio talking to uh, the Barry Newman character, and he becomes Barry Newman character soon into it. You realize that uh, he's become kind of famous through this Wolfman Jack type character who's like boosting him up. There's what he's like, there's a guy on the uh, road, and he's trying to fight the man and you got to go out there and you got to support him so that was a very big theme uh, in the early 70s oh, yeah. fighting the man yeah. yeah fighting the man and then having like these rogue I'd have fought him. Th- these rogue <laughs> radio DJs that are broadcasting when they shouldn't be broadcasting that's basically what it does to the point where uh, the locals were busting down the door of Cleveland Little's radio station and uh, they have to fight through uncredited John Amos as the what? Uh, as the producer How do you not- really uh, and super young. I was like, I had to look at him. I was like, is that John Amos? And I had to look him up. And he must have been 20 years old. Uh, so he's the dad from the Good hell. Times. He got his dad from Good Times. He's super young. And so uh, they end up beating the shit out of Cleavon Little. But Cleavon Little keeps giving messages to him and everything. But it's a lot of it is about where what Barry, who Barry Newman comes across. He picks up a hitchhiker at some point. Another great moment is he drives next to this motorcycle guy. And the motorcycle guy is like, hey, Kowalski. And the Kowalski is his name. And you'll hear the name Kowalski in a lot of movie history based on this movie Vanishing Point as this kind of cult guy who all he was trying to do was trying to get the car, uh, that awesome Dodge Challenger, all the way to California. But, yeah, the scene where he comes next to the motorcycle guy and he looks over him and he's like, hey, Kowalski. And he's like, he's like, anything I can do for you? And uh, he's like, you got any speed? He's like, yeah, a little ways back. You want to come back? I'll get you some. And he's like, all right. So they goes back, and uh, at that point, this is when one of the trickery started happening. He gets back to this uh, pl- little hippie kind of motorcycle commune and everything, and one don't com- do it going completely yeah. naked. No, it wasn't anything shady in that way. Uh, this completely naked woman, for whatever reason, and they don't never references, drives up on her own motorcycle and has the whole scene completely naked with him and everything. Huh. Just, I guess she's just a local nudist. Uh, but they hear on the radio Cleavon Little talking. 
and Barry Newman's just looking at it, and he, he says, do you know who this guy is? He says to the naked girl, and she says, yeah, yeah, that's the, the soul man or something I think his name was. He says, does he sound different to you? And they're listening to him. He says, yeah, he, he sounds a little square. He sounds strange. Uh, and they realize he's being coerced by the people that broke down the uh, door oh. into the radio station. Oh, wow. And they're trying to set a trap for him, and he's <laughs> he's like, you're clear in one mile up. You're into California on this, on this exit and everything. And the motorcycle guy's like, that's just down the road, man. And they were like, I don't know what's going on here. And the motorcycle guy's like, you wait here. I'm going to go scout he's, it out. And he does yeah. it. And he goes and scouts it out. Ooh, he comes back. And it's a one spotter. Of my, is the, you yeah. could do that if you had a spotter yeah. in front oh, and behind yeah. you, man. And he comes back and he's like, sure as shit. There's a trap up there. More uh, cop the cars locals, than I'd man. ever. Locals screw it up for everybody. I saw <laughs> Hills have eyes, man. They screw it up for everybody. <laughs> so what was great is the, uh, the motorcycle guy says, wait right here, man. And he goes over to this junk pile and he comes up and he's turning this thing that's like a uh, siren. A siren. Oh, and he wow. attaches it to the top of the Dodge Challenger. And the next scene is the guys at the uh, the roadblock. And they were like, it's a cop coming through. Clear the way. Clear the way. And all of a sudden, the Dodge <laughs> Challenger goes whipping through with that siren on the top. Yeah. And they were like, oh, let's go. That's awesome. So it was nothing but car race after like cop car going in ditches and everything and it was fun man it was really good and uh, i don't know why he became a cult figure but i didn't never watched a whole lot of barry newman like i said other than the limey and he was really good in this movie oh yeah vanishing point all right well i'm gonna uh, set up a little scenario for you oh crap Am I Bo Peep in this scenario? No. Okay, no, good. you're not. <laughs> <laughs> not falling for that trick again. <laughs> well, then I'm cool with it. Oh, man. So you wake up after a night of drinking and partying. This and, is and you're not fictional, really right? Because sh- I go to bed at 7 o'clock. Yeah. And, you, and, and you're not really sure what happened the previous night. <laughs> so you're going to go out and you're going to get the paper. And you open that front door and you walk out and the driveway is empty. And you say, dude, where's my car? That would suck. <laughs> you also got a really crazy tattoo the night before, too. Uh, what's mine say? Dude. <laughs> so what's mine say? Sweet. No, what's mine say? Dude. No, what's mine say? Sweet. That is one of my top. I've, I didn't. Uh, the movie's fun, and yeah. for sure. Yeah. But uh, that scene right there is yeah. on my top 50 probably comedy moments I watched because it it's just classic yeah. comedy with those two guys going yeah. uh, back and forth with each other. I'll admit something right now oh I saw this in the theater Ooh, oh, wow I think I did too I did yeah I, I don't I think too. I saw it I the think theater. it was one of those periods we were going through where you saw every movie yeah, yeah, in right. the theater yeah you saw unless it was Bridges of Madison County which yeah. it's not a bad movie yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't go to you don't need to see that in the theater but uh, right um, so yeah, tell us the breakdown. Because I've I've only seen it twice, maybe, and yeah. I haven't seen it a long time. So I mean, first of all, you got to understand that the the plot line on this is just ridiculous. Um, it's you a know, Stoner movie. Yeah, yeah the two totally funny guys. Is. Yeah, Sean um, Everett, uh, no, Sean William, Sean William Scott, Scott, and, uh, and Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. And this was probably right in the sweet spot of his seventies. Yeah, that's oh yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like season three or something. Yeah. He went off to do and this. So it, you know, it's it's almost like his character from that movie from that TV show. Almost, a little bit more yeah. stupid. Yeah. Uh, and a little he, bit more stupid. What was great is he carried all those Dumbass. fans into the movie. So those are the ones who watched it. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. You either really bought into this movie being just ridiculously stupid and funny or that I can't believe I'm watching They this. hit their entire audience they were going after. Oh, they, yeah. They yeah. got that audience. Yeah, they I weren't mean, trying to get someone. It wasn't meant to be a good movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who were the other actors in this movie? That's what I'm not um, familiar with. Yeah, so Christy Swanson was in it. Nice. Um, Buffy. She's a scumbag now. Yeah, she? Yeah, she's a fucking Trump sterling. Oh. Um, Buffy, no. 
Yeah. Jennifer Garner was in it, it says. Nice. Yeah, I like Jennifer Garner. Uh, David Herman. Do you know who he is? David he was on Herman. Mad TV. He's really funny. Oh, which, what's, let me see his face. Right here. Um, was he no, also, I don't remember Is he him. also the guy from uh, from Office Space, maybe? I don't remember. If let me did. see his face. So yeah. want to listen to the rap music? So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which one are we Michael talking Bolton? about? Michael Bolton? Right over there. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Bolton. Um, so... Yeah, so they wake up in the Bobby morning. Knows, isn't it? They went on. They they went out. Yeah, I know. I know I, his scene is so fucking funny too. Um, so they wake up in the morning. They don't know what they did last night. So very much like The Hangover. Yeah. They start like looking in there. You know, and their car is gone. They don't know where. That's they classic it. script. Uh, good script stuff right yeah. there, man. Yeah, yeah. So they dig everything out of their pockets, and now they're like basically on a scavenger hunt yeah. to recreate everything that they did last night in order to get to their car. Um, and I mean, the journey that they go on is just ridiculous. He did this and, as a horror movie. It might even work better too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> for most people, this is a horror movie. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> yeah. happen to in real life. <laughs> um, and so like, I, I, at one point they're driving in a, in their car and they pull up next to Fabio mm-hmm. and like his girlfriend and, um, it's not their car. They're in somebody else's car. Um, and they pull up at the red light and Fabio looks over at him and he like revs his engine, you know, and they rev their engine and he goes and he's got this pretty girl. And so he puts his arm around his girl and Ashton Kutcher puts his arm around <laughs> Scott, and Fabio starts making out with his girl. And then he looks over at him and they look at him and they look at each other and they just start fucking making out. <laughs> and then they both look at Fabio like, what now? And he just is like, oh, and just pulls off. And it's so fucking funny, dude. Um, but I mean, like. You know, they they go to the strip club mm. and they're like, I don't even remember being here. I would never even go to a strip club. Like, you know, it's, I'm not even that kind of guy or whatever. And they walk in and all the girls are like, hey, guys. And they all just pour pitchers of water on their white T-shirts. <laughs> like, um, now, this is a supernatural. I'm gonna yeah, right? is that yeah, what yeah. I remember? That's when it, got, it went like totally left field. Yeah, that. yeah. So they end up going to the arcade. Um, and like they had gone in last night and they just like dominated on all the points and got all these tickets and everything mm-hmm. and they got this prize um and it, it turns out to be some kind of like interdimensional device it's mm-hmm. called I, I can't remember the name of it but um iphone yeah right <laughs> no it's it's some kind of like transcendental transpander i Sounds don't know yeah important. yeah you know <laughs> that um, many syllables <laughs> yeah. so these aliens intergalactic yeah, um, this girl's, X9 space modulator this, yeah. I'm wondering if you know this girl He's gonna blow up the earth yeah. oh, Well, um, wants to do what he wants to do Mitzi Martin Mitzi Martin I, For some reason She I, played one of the girls She was yeah. one of the She was like the head alien But yeah. for some reason I don't know She looks really familiar to me Yeah um, I think she was just kind of popular at that time maybe um, But all the aliens decide that they're Joe uh, Dirt and Harley Davis and the Marlboro Man so. Oh, okay Um not like two winners. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe Dirt. Yeah. So they're all like gorgeous women. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. but I think they, I think they like shape shift. I'm not, I, I'm not positive on that. That's it's been a, a little while. T- yeah, it was, it was them. strange. Whatever it was, I remember. Well, and, all, and it and, came out of left field, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and so like all they wanted, like all they had to do to get people to do what they want was they would just walk up to a man and be like we will give you pleasure and yeah, the guy yeah, would yeah. just be like okay <laughs> you know um, as a matter of fact there's one scene where they're walking through like a, a, a park and there's these blind kids there and they walk up to this to this blind kid and they're talking to him and he's like reading a braille book you know 
And um, she walks up and she goes, we are gorgeous, large-breasted women, and we are seeking the whatever that object is, you know? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm blind. Um, do you mind if I feel your face in order to, uh, you know, see what you look like? And she's like, sure, you know? And so he comes over, he starts feeling her face, and he starts moving down. <laughs> and eventually he's just, like, holding her breasts, you know? And he's like, oh, yeah, this is basically how blind people shake hands. <laughs> you know? Um, or they go to, uh, it's like kind of a quotable part from this movie. Uh, they go to the Chinese drive through and the lady yeah. keeps saying, no, and then, or they say, and then he says, no, and then, and then, and no, and then, and he just starts screaming. <laughs> so it's just this silly movie with all these funny parts, you know, and I, shit, man, I had to throw it on here, dude. It's searching for the car, man. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll the, spoiler alert. Oh, crap. They find get, the car. We're going to get letters now. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I thought it was going to be like a cliffhanger, man. <laughs> nice. All right, Dave. Number one. Number one. I put this number one because I really enjoyed this movie when it came out. <laughs> I, I drew so. the duck blue. He's already, he's already standing up for it. Yeah. Is this the one with Dale Earnhardt? Yeah, Days of Thunder. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great. Yeah, movie. they is, had I mean, Dale Earnhardt was he did a couple of interviews and I'm sure those dudes drove the car. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen this movie in so long. I remember I loved it in the theater. It was one of those movies that you yep. were glad to see it in the theater because it was so loud and, and the soundtrack was great. Yep. Yeah. The soundtrack came out it had some really really great songs on it. Was his was Nicole Kidman in this? Nicole this Kidman okay. was the doctor. The doctor, yeah. Rooker, okay. the Rooker Michael stuff, Rooker I, stuff. I don't remember much, but he, was he the, uh, the He was his guy? opponent. So yeah. this movie sort of had like had it was almost like two movies. Yeah. yeah. The first movie was basically Tom Cruise's rise, the rivalry of Rooker, and then and should I was, mention the great uh, what's his pit guy? Oh, uh, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall yeah. Oh who, yeah. Who, who had really a brilliant so performance so in this yeah. movie? Like yeah. all the comic relief was him. It was John C. Too. Yeah. Oh, I forgot John C. was John there. C. was in his pit crew. He wow. was the guy's dad that... He, I would have totally lost a trivia about that. Yeah. I, I his, never remember that. His dad was the one that died in the race car that Robert Duvall Interesting. built. Interesting. Right. Yeah, I need to rewatch yeah. this. I like the and, movie, so now I have to watch it myself. So, <laughs> so right in the middle of the movie in Daytona, Rowdy and Tom Cruise get in a horrible accident. The airlifted to the yeah. hospital. That's right. when Nicole Kidman comes in. Uh, Rowdy uh, Rooker... Rowdy Rooker. Rowdy Rooker. <laughs> Cole Trickle was yeah. Tom Cruise's name, yeah. which is funny because Dick Sounds Trickle like was... a porn star. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a legendary driver called Dick Trickle. Yeah. Oh, really? And the, it's the crazy... Dick Trickle. <laughs> <laughs> You're not laughing hard enough. Uh, is that syphilis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that is. Oh <laughs> and he God. kept it as a name. <laughs> See, that's not a joke. That's just... So they named this guy Cole Trickle, a phenom driver from like different stock, shows yeah. up, can do it automatically. Robert Duvall falls in love with him. Like, yeah. But so they crash in Daytona. Yeah. And they're both traumatized. Rooker has time. brain damage and Tom Cruise has fear of race cars. Well, and also he can't see from, I think, the concussion and stuff like That's that. That's true. But once he came back, he, he tried to race, remember? Mm -hmm. And uh, he was just getting scared. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fire. going fast. I'm going fast. <laughs> How fast is he going? Three miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> they probably took some of that element. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um, and so basically, I mean, the, the movie was whoever did the filming yeah. of the car scenes. Oh, absolutely oh, yeah. incredible. The vibration, so, you know. Ridley Scott, wasn't it? I, I think Ridley Scott. I came down to Florida from Boston. And uh, remember, we used to Not go Ridley. to the small. We used Tony to go to the Scott small track races with Steve Dowd and Dad. Oh yeah, 
I remember and what, Taunton his, Speedway, I think. Yeah, his car, broke, his car broke down in the uh, initial kind of practice for yeah. one year. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But Tony I just rem- yeah, you know Tony what Scott. I remember? I remember how loud it was. Yeah. And someone saying that the tire came off the car like a few years ago and killed five people in the stands. Yeah, like, oh, why yeah. are we here? It was so loud. It, it was, was so loud, like was and we were young. Yeah. We were like seven and eight. It was kind of miserable. Yeah, it I was. Couldn't, I was glad to leave. I went later on. We have a small track speedway near here called uh, Bronson Speedway, oh. and I filmed out there. Shit. And it's a high bank track, too, unlike yeah. these flat yeah. NASCAR yeah. tracks. So you get catapult yourself. Yeah. How we went turn. to uh, Atlanta Motors oh, man. for that concert, just in the center of it. So that, I told Maria today that place when they showed it, because they, they two or three races, they filmed it at yeah. Atlanta Motor Speedway yeah. during this race. Massive. And it was like four Ben Hill Griffin stadiums together yeah. if you would yeah. just ha- yeah, have the wall insane. outline the side of it. It's really yeah. huge. My girl's kind of uh, one of her bucket list items is to do that nascar thing where you pay to get into the race car just drive around the uh the track oh really for a couple. she loves she loves I mean, cars car. that much she loves her, her she goes car. fast in her car she she it handles super well so she is uh she's really uh, great with it we had an incident at leaving me <laughs> an Ethan, incident. Me, yeah that's what it would be called me <laughs> Ethan, and christina had left sure you should tell the story uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone by five years uh, <laughs> we were leaving um Epcot one night Oh, when we first started uh, dating. We had already been good friends for like eight years or something. She was driving her red line and uh, the the road was wet. We were leaving and she didn't realize the road was going to curve as fast as it was and she spun out and we went around three times and then she pulled us back like an insane amount because she has that high performance car and we went boom like and we just took off like nothing had ever happened. And we were like, holy shit, that Jesus. just happened type of thing. Yeah, that's and, crazy. Uh, it, her, her car can handle, man. It's used to that type of stuff. And I think she doesn't – she's not able to like really let it go as much as she would want to. And I think on a track, she would be happy doing her own car on well, that She track. could take it out to yeah. – um, what is it? Bronson Speedway. Yeah, I'm, Bronson sure Speedway. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. They have the 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 quarter mile track. Oh, that, see that doesn't. Um, she could do it with her own much. car, but I think she would. Li- she would be. I would like to do the she, turns. She would like to be in an actual. Oh, uh, go 190 miles an hour. Yeah, I think she would. Huh. So. They do experience well, see, where you can ride where they won't give you the car to do 190, but you can ride in the passenger seat yeah. while they do a two, yeah. 200 mile an hour run. I'll buy. I'll pay for it for. I'm not getting the. They in Vegas, man. You can go Ferrari Testarossa drive that shit around the track. Yeah. Yes. That would be a reason to get her to Vegas. I don't really have much interest in Vegas. You but could do that. Like that. You could do that, and you could shoot yeah, yeah. Howitzers all day long yeah, out there. Yeah. They yeah. love that shit. Ten yeah. miles down the road. Yeah, mm-hmm. not even ten. And then you can go to the Bunny Ranch and get laid. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. So I don't usually like to end on a downer movie, but Damn today's going to be that day. <laughs> that reminds me. At the end, we have to talk about our our most horrific crash we've ever been in. Ooh. That we've been in? Oh, yeah. Jesus. So save that for the end. So speak about back. horrific now, and then we'll do that. All right. Well, the movie... <laughs> Solid <laughs> ending today, folks. All right. Well, the movie I'm talking about, it all, always gets confused with another movie of the same name, and if you accidentally rent one more than the other, you're going to be Whoa. upset. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this isn't Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> this is 1996 NC-17 Crash. Oh, yeah. This is David two. Cronenberg. And this oh, yeah, is probably, I have seen this. This is probably David Cronenberg's most fucked up movie. Uh, and it mm, is amazing. Yeah. It's really, it's in, pretty fucked it's up. It's really fucked up. It's very well written, and it takes. I can't recommend all of Cronenberg's movies to people, but <laughs> Which this one, one could you recommend? Uh Dead Zone. 
That's you could, true. You could recommend Dead Zone to people. Yeah, that one was good. And not uh, Existence. Not Existence. <laughs> not Naked Lunch for damn Ooh, sure. Yeah, hell no. uh, Crash is another one, man. You know when you're going into a Cronenberg movie and it's already NC-17, you're like, holy shit, it's going to be weird. Yeah. So the basic kind of meat of this movie, and I'll go in a little bit more in depth to it, is... You've got this weird subculture of like six or seven people that we're following that really get turned on and uh, have sex because of car crashes. Huh. Like the adrenaline. That the adrenaline that happens crash. like they literally can't orgasm unless something like this ha- happens. And it's discovered in a weird way. So the actors we have in the movie. <laughs> uh, and you get to see all these actors in like some very like close to pornographic type uh, sequences also involving with the car crashes and everything. So it's very strange going into it. You're like feeling dirty when you're watching the movie. Well, the one so the girl uh, had like... Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you. So you've, you're basically following, I, I would say, probably five main characters. So we got James Spader, who's uh, really great in this. And James Spader's not... People forget how many fucked up movies he does. Yeah. Like Bad Secretary. Influence and The Secretary, are all three of those movies are mm. fucked up. Really? Uh, and then he does normal shit like The Blacklist and stuff like that, you know, or Ultron, you know? Yeah. And uh, so Good you've wolf. got uh, James... Yep. Uh, you got James Spader. Back to the future. You've got Deborah Unger, who always does crazy stuff. She played uh, the girl from the game. Okay. She was also yep. in... Um, uh, What's the one with Mel Gibson, the payback? Uh-huh. She was the one that OD'd at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, tall blonde. You've got Elias Codius, who's probably one of the most fucked up characters in this. Who's uh, Surprise. Uh, yeah, he's great as, what's his name in Teenage Ninja, Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, Casey, Casey Jones. Jones. He played yeah. Casey Jones, and he was great in Let Me In. Uh, you also got Rosanna Arquette. Uh, and, so that's, and uh, Holly Hunter. So at the very beginning of the movie, James Spader gets in this car accident. He slips off the road. He's on like an elevated kind of road, and he slips off, goes down the hill, and leads onto another uh, road that's going. The traffic's coming towards Jesus. him now, and he goes headfirst into Holly Hunter's car. And the guy ejects that was driving Holly Hunter's car ejects and lands right next to James Spader through the windshield where he James Spader just l- turns and looks and his head is like and his whole body is like Damn. impaled into the thing and he looks straight ahead and he sees Holly Hunter who's in the passenger seat all shook up Holly Hunter grabs tries to take her uh, thing off and like opens her shirt accidentally and just and that's kind of the kind of the premise of the whole thing where she just kind of exposes herself accidentally to James mm. Spader who's standing right next to her with her like husband dead next to him. God. Then Only he, Cronenberg could think of that. Jeez. Yeah, so he immediately goes to the hospital. He's all fucked up. He's got to be in the hospital for a while. They've got him walking the, the hallways and he comes across Holly Hunter is just kind of out of it. And they had to explain to him like the husband's dead. Uh, Deborah Unger is James Spader's uh, wife. And they've already got this weird kind of open relationship where she's having sex with different people and he's having sex with different people. So they're, it's kind of like sex addicts meets car cra- crash enthusiasts almost mm. in a way. Adrenaline junkies. Adrenaline junkies. <laughs> Cronenberg has well, a wall of stuff and he just picked those two yeah, just threw darts. <laughs> so we get to see them and they, uh, they're all kind of centered around the Elias character. And you get to realize Elias. Elias is visiting the uh, hospital, and you think he kind of works there, but he's not. He's just there to take pictures and shit like that of uh, car crash victims and uh, different stuff because he's got a workshop. He sleeps in his car. He's got a workshop at his friend's house. And what him and his friend do 
is they it's, it's very underground that must be word of mouth it looks like it's this back road that just has a, a bleacher like right next to the road and you come into the scene elias has a microphone and he's talking into it and you see like 20 people in the bleachers and you don't know what's happening you don't know what's going to happen and he's like he's talking about uh James Dean, yeah, and he's talking about how what happened with James Dean on that last uh, um, kind of fate night in his Porsche, and then they go to the wide shot, and you see a Porsche, and you see this other vehicle, and he says, and it's him and two other people who are recreating the James Dean crash sequence live, live in front of an audience without pads or anything. They're just going to drive straight towards each other. Basically these two cars are going to drive straight towards each other at 60 miles an hour. And whatever happens, happens. If we die, we die. If we don't, we don't. And so they were like to add to the realism. They're like to add to the realism. We're not going to wear safety pads Uh, and anything like that. So that just shows how crazy this guy is. But then he's up, he up, goes out at night and he gets prostitutes and he ha- he goes in the back seat and he's having sex with a prostitute while James Spader is driving and hitting other cars and everything. Good God. And it's just insane. There's a, uh, a couple intense scenes. There's one with <laughs> Rosanna Arquette and there's uh, I remember uh, that there's a, like a lesbian scene with her and Holly Hunter having sex in the back of a car. Most of them can't have sex outside of a vehicle let alone in crashes or doing stuff like that but it kind of ends with this crazy crash sequence where uh they were going to redo the jane mansfield crash where she got decapitated and everything and uh they were planning it down to a t and elias's friend went out and did it drunk one night without him and crashed and killed themselves and they came across it and he was wearing the wig and everything and he's dead in the front car oh, wow. and they had a chihuahua in the back car back seat because that's how it uh, Jane Mansfield uh, died with a Chihuahua in the back seat. So like, Chihuahua lived. It, it's cra- no, not in either of these scenarios. Ugh. I don't think it did. Uh, but it sad. ends with this crazy thing where Deborah Unger and uh, James Spader in like separate vehicles going down the street, and he just pushes his own wife off the car, and she like. Uh, flies off the hill and she gets kind of ejected and she's on the ground and uh you almost get the impression that they were hoping they were going to die because they're on the side of the uh they're on the side of the road but a little bit above where the traffic is Mm -hmm. and the the movie kind of spoiler the movie kind of like it's a very difficult movie to kind of get through for a lot of people uh it kind of like ends with this wide shot pulling out of them like Injured from the car accident, having sex on the ground and everything, and uh, him apologizing towards her to her because I think that I uh, he was they were hoping that she was going to kill her on that one because he's like maybe next time maybe next time oh it's, god it's dark man but it's very interesting it's one of those movies that I'm excited sometimes to see these movies because you don't see these anywhere you know you don't uh, they're off kilter you can't yeah. predict them whatsoever you're like who made this it's the reason I Garfield well, or something after yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. To, just to bring it back to it's zero. always the reason why I watch a lot of those large frontier movies. They're fucked yeah. up beyond belief, but they're it also they're, is they're one interesting. of those things where I could watch this movie again, but some of those movies I can't watch. Yeah, again. some of them are more difficult than others. This one's a little bit more. The NC-17 from this wasn't because of the car crashes. It was the sex. I mean, they were showing full like uh, crotch shots and crotch uh, shot. and every, everyone in the movie got naked, and there was a lot of kind of subversive stuff. But it was definitely one of those Cronenberg movies that a lot of people don't talk about, and they talk about it even less when the, that other crash movie came out. Which was also uh, great. It yeah, was it good, was. but it was a 
just a strict drama. You know, that yeah. was one of those. Remember, that got popular for a while where we have four characters and one yeah. thing connects another person mm-hmm. and connects another person. Yeah. That Babel did the same thing. Yeah. It was uh, well done, but yeah, that was the big thing in the mid-2000s. But yeah, Crash. Check it out if you can find it. It's very, it's a, kind of a hard one to come across. I had to pay a little bit more than I normally would pay to, uh, to get it. And I think it's a bootleg, too. Uh, I can tell by the sticker on the front, and then when I put it in, and it doesn't say DVD or Blu-ray, it just says Video Track One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "This is a bootleg," but at least I get to watch uh, the movie. This Rolex is really light. Yeah, yeah right. I don't know. It's ticking for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have a stretch thing? Yeah. On it? <laughs> they didn't come with micro bands. <laughs> Question: Did the Rolex come with a calculator? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine does. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it for cars, man. Yeah, we'll have to come. We have to do planes sometime, man, because there's a lot of plane movies out there, man. When you planes, think of like yes, the terrorist the stuff the and snakes in the plane, executive yeah, decision, Delta Force, you Red know, there's eye. a lot of good ones. Yeah, man. turbulence, Con airplane, Air. Shit, airplane man. two. We might have to do that next week. Let's do it. No, see, next week I think we're gonna. Uh, it's still up in the air, but I think we're gonna do some uh, dystopian films, and then our well kind of awaited. Uh, Best of 2019 pod is going to come up, man. It's going to be super exciting. I'm, I keep knocking stuff up and adding stuff to the list because the they just put killer movies out in December. You know, I'm going to go see that Richard Jewell tomorrow. It was a good my, year. Oh, very good year yeah, for movies, man. Absolutely. They, I got uh, a. Uh, I already got my ticket for Star Wars next week. Next uh, week from Friday, it, 10 a.m. It feels like that directors are guessing better what audiences want to see. Yeah, as we go along in this well, whole movie world, movie making, they're world. getting the idea that nostalgia is important, but they don't want a. Uh, they want you to do justice to the yeah, franchise the, or the universe. I think the movie has to stand alone on yep. its own. If you took away any branding from any other movie, yep. the movie needs to stand on its own. You need the right writers and the right directors in these things, and that's why the Ghostbusters. I was is just going to say so that well. Ghostbusters looked great. Getting yeah. Jason Reitman to come in to direct his father's kind of opus uh, is brilliant. Bringing likable kids into the whole thing, and even the marketing. Not showing any of those guys. Not, yeah, oh, I love it. And you, and you know why? Because that'll they, be the second trailer. In the second trailer, right. they're going to show a glimpse of just a couple gonna, of I, them. I don't know if I'm going to watch it, dude. Oh, I'll watch it. Who's the... They're smart enough now. I think people... There's one dad that's dead. It's Egon. 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 Well, that's, yeah, that's, Harold Ramis. That's why this is a brilliant movie, that they work this world into... He is kind of the conduit into this new world. Yeah. Yeah. Is and di- the kids is, don't even know who the Ghostbusters were, and they're yeah. like, oh, they were everything back in the 80s. This is just our granddad. 80s, like, I, I love know. that, yeah, Paul Rudd has to be the guy that says, you don't know about this, yeah. and he's going to be the exposition of how this is. Yeah. Play, pulling up that old clip of them in New Walk York on the street, on the street yeah, is dude, awesome, it is man. great, man. Uh, singing that song yeah. uh, when they're walking through the thing. Yeah. I mean, it looks like someone forgot to clear the trap. Brilliant. I would put that on. They're all in it. So... Yeah. Uh, including including Sigourney. So I'm, I bet it, it, the only possible way to work her in it is that if her and Beckman are together. Yeah. You know. That, other Could than be. that, it's going to be weird. Yeah. That they wouldn't go to her for any other reason. I I, I hope Rick Moranis. I do, but how would you do that in, I, a, in a logical way? The kids need to learn more information, so maybe they go visit him. You can you can work him in. It's not he actually. That's a hard one to work. In. I can he, see them working anyone else in but him. Because, well, what about Janine? Well, him and Sigourney Weaver actually Janine turned him into Janine aliens. could have gotten in, you know, gotten together or something like oh, that. Oh, unless that was grandma. We don't know it. Because remember, he, Egon is grandpa. 
like the the par- mm-hmm. the kid's parent in this one is is actually Egon's daughter. Yeah. So these are the grandchildren. So we haven't seen who Grandma is. So Grandma could be Janine. Yeah. And she always and she, liked, plays she great, always liked him too. She remember? plays an yeah. unbelievable grandmother now in young <laughs> Sheldon. So it would be a great transfer for her to do that. So. <laughs> her scene uh, with Egon in the first one. Oh, no, that's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I read a lot myself. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very I'm in for that movie more than most yep. movies. You know, yeah. I got my money already. I'll be there day one. So saw another announcement that I think is awesome. May twenty first. Oh, I know what you're talking 2021, about. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. They're releasing both John Wick four and The Matrix four on the same day. Oh, yeah. I think it's so great. Yeah, I was going to rule that I will weekend. absolutely oh, yeah. watch them back to back. Absolutely. There's no reason not to yeah. see both of them that day. Uh, and <laughs> arguably, I think... job. He <laughs> could be busy. I'm assuming, though... Feeding uh, animals. I'm going to go ahead and yeah. off for it now. <laughs> I'm assuming that Keanu probably is not going to be the absolute main focus of the Matrix. Probably not. No, I, I He is on that. John Wick, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think he's probably going to be more the Morpheus character Past now. Past Torch mm-hmm. time. Yeah. 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 yeah, to the younger guys to do it. So maybe he'll, I'm interested. Maybe they'll bring in so, uh, Eco Uwe. Yeah, 2019, we'll definitely... Like I said, we've got a lot of great movies. We're going to keep it as spoil-free as possible, too, because I know people ah, are still... You Because <laughs> 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 uh, I know people are still I'm the great dying man. to watch it's all Christmas. these. And uh, the Golden Globes, if you uh, go by a lot of those, I just, I've been snatching up a lot of the Redbox movies since they're all, all like three ninety nine. Now I just picked up Us for three ninety nine and uh, Rocketman for three ninety nine. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, both amazing movies that uh, they're... All, clearly on a lot of the best of lists uh rocket man got a bunch so i was uh, i was happy with the awards i got i think they just left a few of them off obviously joker got a bunch of them too and yeah. uh yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see the golden globes how they differ from the oscars and how that all plays out so but yeah if you want to get hold of us next week we will be back so you can get a hold of us through facebook at fascinating with films uh that's a good choice yeah, <laughs> that is probably the best choice, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, email also, though, we will get a hold of you uh, if you want to email us, fascinatedwithfilms at gmail.com. Also, if you are listening to us on SoundCloud or iTunes, you can leave us a like or a comment. That would be cool. Uh, a check. But, yeah, until next week. What's that? And a check. And a check. Yeah. <laughs> PayPal. <man. laughs> you can hit us up on PayPal. You can hit us up on PayPal. <laughs> leave me a like or a comment. <laughs> yeah. Leave me a like or a saw buck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, till next time. See ya. Peace. Bye. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis.